0: Good evening guys, we are back, it's Polymaths, we are on, we're going to get it right this time, uh, we're on episode 21, I've, lost I've forgotten already, episode 21, 21. 21. Episode twenty-one. Um, I apologise for saying that it was episode 19 last time, again, but uh, yeah we're on episode 21 now, my name is Chris Frosin, I'm actually kind I was waiting for you to say like, um, you can find me on Twitter yeah yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i kind of skip that, well not not skip it but just let you do your bit, um, name, name yeah too. go for it,
1: who are you? Uh, Ashley Callum, you can find me on uh, Facebook under the same name, uh, Facebook on Calis- uh, Complete Calisthenics, uh, Calisthenics UK on Twitter, um, there's lots more but they're the main two. AF Milak.
0: AF Milak, yeah. Arches now. Arches MOA. At stuff. Arches Yeah. And uh, you can find me everywhere. All very, links, very simple. Uh, Chris Frostin, which is F-R-O-S-I-N. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, on Twitter. You can go to my website, which is chrisfrostom.co.uk, and have a look at my amazing photographs, and send me a message if you want to buy one. Anyway, it's a new year, we've got 2016. We're on January the 2nd. Um, mm-hmm. It's quarter past five, and Ash has come over, You've driven over from Norwich today, for the purpose of one thing only. Well, other, two things, because one thing was to come and see me, because I'm amazing. Well, yeah, a few things, yeah. Go for it. Right, so, uh, have, I, have,
1: I, have we... I don't know Talk what about what we, bows we had before. I don't think, I don't know, think we did. I did we? bought a. <coughs> I started with a Rika, bow, as everyone does. Yeah. Um, same as me. Yeah, exactly. I think we had almost exactly the same model. Six inches longer, I think. Yeah, because like, Chris is. If anyone doesn't know, Chris is like six foot eight or something. <laughs> six course, not six quite, quite eight. That, but, six no, six, six <laughs> foot five. Six foot five. And I'm not six foot five. So <laughs> Chris quite a Chris's draw length is a lot longer than mine. Um, so I had that first. Then I went to a um, a little bit more expensive compound bow that yeah. was very adjustable so, so that you I could
0: were just adjust the poundage and things as soon as you had the bow you started putting little sights on it so you could aim and yeah because before
1: starting i i thought compound bows were i, I had no really I, I i'd seen them so for someone that doesn't know a compound bow has cams on each end and they allow a thing called let off which reduces the poundage that you're that you're holding a full draw. You still have, yeah, if you've got a 70 pound combambo, you're it's still going five. to be drawing 70
0: pounds at, w- at one point or another in the draw cycle. Yeah. You can't get around that fact. But once the string length gets, or once the draw length gets to, what's your draw length? 27? 27. 27 inches, yeah. 27, it well, at least it's 27, 27 inches. Well, this is 27 inches, yeah. then the poundage goes from 70 pounds to about 14?
1: Well, it depends what let off you get. Some yeah. some you can get 80% let off, 60% okay. let off, yeah, they're all different.
0: So it drops down, so it's easy to hold. Yeah. Uh, still, it still keeps the... Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I I didn't really know much about them. Then I started to read more. Then I was like, okay, the arrow speeds are faster. They're a bit more accurate, but they're not. You don't really shoot. In, you can shoot instinctively with them, mm, yeah. but you more you more often you shoot with a sight and you have a pin. Um, so it's kind of like similar to rifle shooting. You know, yeah. you put the pin. You have you have sight marks and you just the sight.
0: Uh, you know. Um, got a little peep sight me on the string to keep the to keep the, bow, yeah, the yeah, basically, yeah. So on. Yeah, so it's almost
1: like a front sight and a rear sight on a rifle, Yeah. An iron sights on a rifle. Uh, so I started switching over to that. I got a Hoyt Nitrum um, a little while after because I was just shooting so much and, and I thought I'd outgrown the bear um, cruiser that I had, which was a bit more adjustable. Um, I thought, right, I'll go, I'll go up a step. So I got the Hoyt Nitrum. Um Mainly because Cameron Haynes had one. <laughs> I knew nothing about. <laughs> Fun boy. Yeah, I knew, I knew nothing about other bows. So and yeah. he was always shooting his and talking about his. So I was like, right, okay, I'll start with that one. But well, that
0: was it one was, of the things we noticed, wasn't it? That there's not actually all that much information out there of people who are willing, well, not willing, but people who are talking about all the bows that they've got and bows yeah. that they shoot. You what can find a lot of there's, life. there's a channel called Ike's Outdoors, Ike, an okay. uh, American guy. Um,
1: I'm not sure where he lives, but he, he goes over a lot of information. but... It's very, very difficult to find yeah. anyone who's willing to talk about attached. to find out about what what makes a Kanban unique and all this sort of stuff. So, got the Night have shot that most days for the past, oh, what, nine months, eight months? I don't know. I got yeah, it, when did
0: you get it? You got it February, I think March? I got it last Christmas, you know, because my brother was up. Oh, no, you got it... I must have done it last Christmas. You got it in February. It arrived in February because we were waiting for ages and I remember podcasting and saying, has oh, he bowed come yet? No, it's not. And I think you ordered it didn't you order it that's at right, Christmas? Yeah. That's right. And it didn't. It just didn't come in stock for weeks and weeks and yeah, weeks afterwards. That's right. Or was that the? Or was that, or was the, that bear? the bear? That was the bear. Now where did I buy that from?
1: You didn't get the bear it. from Merlin. You got the bear. No, from... okay, it was definitely the bear. Yeah, it's the bear. You got so the, the bear. N- from... The nitro I bought from um, the uh, Netherlands IP, place. Yeah. that was posted out within a few days. Yeah, yeah. but I'm sure that was around.
0: That was March, wasn't it? Maybe it wasn't around much.
1: Yeah, I know my brother was wasn't around anyway because it, it came and, and yeah. he was like he was like what the bloody hell was that? You know, because my brother doesn't really do much. Ten thousand pound compound bow. Well, my much. brother doesn't really do much. Much <laughs> hobby, any hobbies? Yeah, hobbies, right um, he's, got his, he's got his road bike and stuff. He does that. Um, so yeah, then I started all the twenty sixteen bows started to come out. The information was coming out, and I've I've been doing some. I've joined a, a, a club in Norwich, um, Broadland Bowman. So if you're if you're listening, you're around Norwich, and you. You want to shoot outdoors and field targets and things, and it's an awesome club. Um, but they've got 3D targets, so basically a 3D field archery place. Yeah. Um, so 3D targets are uh, foam rubber representations of animals. They do frogs, owls, <laughs> bears, you know, that are cougars, whatever. They do loads of different crazy ones. You know, there was a big cobra, big oh, wide awesome. cobra, yeah. Um, and they've just got areas that are either a pro kill, a kill, or a wound yeah you know, and you just get different points regarding you walk around and it's unmarked distances and you have to get good at judging distances and it's for me it's a lot more interesting than um uh just you know, normal target shooting uh so Hoyt have got a new bow called the hyper edge which is kind of like a mix between um their target bows and their hunting bows so it's got the string suppressor the string stopper Yep. Um, the zero torque cable guide that come from like the hunting stuff. Yep. Um, but then it's got the shoot through riser. All these other technologies from the make the riser stiffer. Yeah, from the target bows. So I tried it out today at the shop, um, and it, it's kind of like the same jump up that the Nitron was from the Bear Cruiser. Yeah. So it's kind of like the, the next jump up. It's a little bit more expensive and, and stuff, but so this one.
0: One of the things that we noticed when we started shooting wasn't it because you went from. Your starter recurve to the Bear Cruiser, and mm. when we took the Bear Cruiser out, we were like, Oh my god, this is insane! Mm. And then you took a step up to the Nitrum, and that was another step of, Well, this is even more insane. And now there's this one, yeah. There's also a it's, not, <coughs> it's not necessarily faster, but it's a lot easier to draw back.
1: And they've just got some new technologies that just make it much more accurate. I mean, I only yeah. shot a few arrows through today, and um, the string angle's different, and I'm not really comfortable where my anchor point is yet, and I've still got to get used to sort still got to set it up, up really. Um, to suit me, but it's yeah awesome. So I'm looking forward to do. I'm to, That's on my bucket list. Actually, to do a lot more. Well, I like to do a lot of 3D shoots this year. Try and place. Yeah, know, we went to. I don't know whether a we. I don't know about.
0: whether we'd been by the time we did our last. No, we didn't I podcast. Think it was, no, it was, it was. only recent, wasn't it? That we well, we must have. We content. must have. Did we not podcast when we came back from the shoot? No, because it was really late, wasn't it? Yeah. To we so, might have done before. So we had. Um, we went to. Is it the Forest of Arden? Not sure. It's Ombersley. I mean, that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, it was Ombersley, wasn't it? So there is a, a, a guy called uh, Grizzly Jim, who we've spoken about before. Uh, he, um, we kind of go out and shoot with him occasionally. We went over to his uh, field course uh, or the club that he shoots at, on a field course, and we were shooting out on there. Um, and that was that was well, we've been twice now, haven't we? And that was the first experience of like a field archery course because it's usually just me and you just sitting in a, well, pretty much a back garden. Like, okay, your yeah. back garden's really long. Um, and that was a really cool experience just kind of wandering around through the woods. Yeah. Shooting arrows at paper targets. It's nice because it's, like, it's downhill, downhill, yeah, downhill, and... Through trees, round trees. Yeah, it's kneeling shots and, sometimes. And, uh, the last time we went we were talking about, oh, I wonder what the difference of a 3D shoot was like, would be like. And Jim said that he knows one down in Wales that we need to go to. Mm. Um, but you were just nailing every single shot, every single every, every target we come up with, exactly the same as Ash said with the 3D targets. You get a paper target, so a paper representation of, a, of an elk or a deer, and then it's got uh, a pro kill, which is a tiny, tiny uh, mark where the heart would be, or the heart of the lungs, and then uh, a normal kill, which might be slightly larger, and then a bigger, bigger ring for a, just a wound. Mm. And you were just banging pro kill after pro kill after pro kill. I don't think I've got You got. On I think I've got, got that a many that,
1: that time round. But
0: this, this is what I thought. When I was setting up,
1: um, the Broad and Bowman had a Christmas shoot. And when we were yeah. setting the, I helped set the course up, there were 17 targets in total. We went around and shot it. And I think 16 out of 17, I got pro killing, And the, the, one of them I got just a normal kill. So that was just outside yeah. the zone. But they were
0: quite, the, the zones were quite big. They're probably three, four inches across. I said so, quite big, one of the things that we, we said, because Jim was saying you should go and do a competition because you'd clean up, because mm. you you were that accurate. One of the things that we were kind of w- wondering about was, when you do go on one of those shoes, do you know where the pro kill is? So, setting it up... You could sort of... You could you, could you, of could you guess, some or was it...
1: Some of them had like a... There's a lighter ring around around the kill zone and then around the profile zone. You can kind of see. Okay. But most of them, if the animal was sighted on and it was a four-legged mammal or something, it would be just above the shoulder, more okay. or less. So you've got to use your area. Area. a little
0: bit of an anat- anatomy. Yeah,
1: knowledge and then the trouble is, with, with a compound, bow, you, if you've got your sight marks set and you, you know, you've got your sight set so that you can select 20 yards, 25 yards, 22 and a half yards, whatever you've just got to be good at judging distance. Yeah. Because then, you know, say, I'd, okay, I judge that shot to be 25 yards, I set my sight at 25 yards, then as, as long as I can hold the pin on where I want the arrow to go and execute the shot properly, the arrow's going to go there because the, the sight's been set up. I've wrenched, yeah. my, wrenched yeah. my sight, sighted it in. Um, so yeah, it's a lot harder, obviously, with um, three Ds. Uh, like recurve and, and instinctive archers because, yeah. you know, um, you've not got those sight marks on there
0: but then on the flip side the the instinctive which is, cause, so Ash went down the route of, of, I'm sure we've talked about it before but Ash ended up going down, you, you started doing all the compound and target uh, or slightly more target orientated bows uh, whereas I went down long bows traditional um, flat bows and uh, recurves, and I just picked up a uh, my new bow is a Timber Creek Cottonmouth which is a 62 I'm trying to get it right otherwise Jim's going to shout at me I think it's a 62 inch um, hybrid flat bow which means it's a flat bow with a, with a slight recurve on it um, and it's at 45 pounds so at my draw length which is 29 inches which is huge um, 29 and a half that's inches not,
1: that's not, cause that, some of these guys have got like 30 odd inch drawers yeah. like 32, 33 inch drawers are just about as tall as you, so maybe you're, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've got, got short arms there. Maybe they're overstretching. Maybe they are overstretching,
0: because like. I'm, I mean, that, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was my old anchor point, so maybe I've added a n- little extra you can, be, I mean, you can be too long, you know, you can be too small. Well, you started out. with, you started, didn't you, at 28, and you, were, you went down to 26, and you were like, oh, I can, I can hold it easier here.
1: 20, yeah, and now I'm at
0: 27, and
1: just, well, this yeah.
0: bird's 27 and
1: a half, but I use a, um, I use a hinge release now. So, so does my it give action, you the extra... It, well, it gives me, yeah, yeah, gotcha. a, a, over a, like a wrist finger trigger, uh, you know, Yeah, know, stretched out but my hand's in a fist right in. now, yeah, gotcha. almost in the fist. Oh, that makes sense, that makes so, sense. I've, so I've gained a half inch there, inch there, whatever, and... and
0: it was really cool inch, actually going yeah. down, we better mention, that it was, uh, what was it called? Custom, Custom art- built archery. Custom built yeah. archery over in, it was near Newark, wasn't it? in Over yeah. Newark, Newark direction. Uh, and it was really cool actually watching them set up. Well, I emailed around loads of places. I know Merlin wouldn't have had them until March. Yeah. Um, loads of places
1: wouldn't have them, but they had, a, I think they were at a trade show where Hoyt were, and they asked them if they had any on the vat in stock, or that they could send that them was to brilliant. it. Brilliant. And they had a white one that a guy from the shop had bought and had set up already. And, yeah. Uh, Tom showed me that actually before you. Is that the one that you
0: shot? Or did you shoot the no, silver one? No, I shoot, one? shot the silver you sh- did one. You shoot yeah. the silver one. Then they had a
1: silver one, which I've got. I um, really like the a green
0: matte the matte red one, the matte anodized red one. Not, yeah, so not it, the shiny red one. The, and the it had an orange as well, like a, like a yeah. burnt orange one. Yeah.
1: Um, so they had a few. So they're they, the only place I I got in touch with that had the bow. And I thought, I can't, the nitro I bought unshot, unseen. Yeah. And I just thought, right, I'll got a bottle that, like yeah. that. So I thought, if I'm going to spend some money and stuff, then I um, want to make sure it's right. I knew from like, a couple of arrows it was just so dead in the hand, it just didn't move. Um. I thought,
0: ...with a stabiliser and a sight on and yeah. proper, you know... Because just watching you shoot it. as well, the difference between... ...if you go back to your recurve and then the difference... So ...that was the first time either of us had pretty much seen a compound shoot in real life... ...when you shot the bear for the first time and that was like draw to the floor. And mm-hmm. then the difference between that and the, and the Nitrum when you shot that... ...there was much less drama going on on the bow. It was less less vibration, noise kind of coming through that you could hear. And then the first arrow first that you let off with this new quiet when you were down there and you were shooting, I just said, there's, there's just no drama. I think I said it really badly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's just no drama in that shot. Nothing happened. It's, it's a
1: completely it's yeah. different boat. You talk about um, people... Are, like, I just talk about uh, uh, having solid back wall. The back wall means when you when the cams roll over and you're at your full draw, whether there's any there's any sponginess at the back wall, yeah. whether you can pull back any further. But the high prech has these new limb stops and cam stops as well. Yeah. So you've got you've got these little pegs on the on so the cams that finish. stop it going round, and you've also got um... oh, is there two as well? Is the ones on the limbs Sorry. as well? Sorry, there's ones on the cameras that stop against the strings, string
0: stops, yep, and then you've got one it. that stops on the limb as well, so you really can't pull any further. Because what was that called when he was doing it? Um, string twitch or something? So you had to, when, you were, when, you, when he was drawing it back and setting the bow up, you had to make sure that the strings touched the cam stop. Oh, that's cam timing. Cam timing. So, yeah, so they can rotate slightly faster, yeah. depending on where the, the uh,
1: D loop is and stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, so have to try and get them to the strings to touch in exactly the same place. Yeah. Right? I mean Matthews, another company, they do a thing called the No can, which has completely round cans Ooh. and perfectly level knock travel, which is very interesting. Okay. So you just put the, you to put the rest right in the middle. You put the D loop right in the middle of the string, and it, it, everything's even. Everything's bang on. Yeah. As say. Um See, so yeah, I mean, it's a very interesting technology. And you could can, you could you could read for hours and hours and hours yeah.
0: on, on all the stuff that there is. Um, well, they're, they're advancing it so quickly, aren't they? Which is why they can bring out a new model every year, and they can bring out an actual new model. And people are saying, "Well, this is a new model, and it does shoot better than the last one because they've got the technology has improved on the cams." Yeah, I mean, I, was, I I was shooting my nitrum a lot yesterday at the range, and, and yeah, comparing it, it, it is.
1: It's not night and day, but it's it's as much of an improvement uh, as the nitrum is, uh,
0: was over the Bear, which and I find staggering because that was a massive that was a massive difference just from the X. Ex- but I think because watching. the handle's much nicer, to, it just feels nicer yeah. in the hand.
1: It's not even set up properly yet. I mean, I've, I've still got to make a lot of tweaks and things to it just to get it exactly how I like it. Yeah, because um, I'd, I'd had the one for a year and stuff, so it, it was shooting exactly how I wanted. Um, but this one, yeah, should be, should be shooting money. Fantastic. It's tuned up. So, yeah. So that's what I come down for. And I met my mate Dave, uh, Dave Smith, who's a strength and conditioning coach. Um, Ex Olympian he used to do bobsleigh. Used to bobsleigh. Now does uh, sort of sprint track cycling and things, yep. uh, a bit longer distance as well. Because um, I've started to try and realise that I, I, it's impossible to have the expertise to write or to want to produce books and, and projects and stuff that you, you just don't have the knowledge. Yeah. You know, Dave's had years and years of of not only training people but doing research, writing papers and all these sorts of things on strength and conditioning. I had an no idea of wanting to do um, either a book or a very small series of book uh, books on um, the posterior training, like lower body training. Um, so Dave was thinking of it as in terms of push and pull. So the push is the squat and the pull is the deadlift. And they're basically oh, right. basic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basic. So basic movements, and then you yeah. can... And everything else is just a derivative of those uh, for lower body. So, um, yeah, I met with him. Um, so we're going to try and do sort of a, maybe two books. Okay. So um, uh, possible books. Books. Post-book and a possible kind of pull book. Yeah, but rubbish. we're going to try and do... Because um, we're we're really struggling to work out exactly who we should aim it at because we do, Dave reads a lot of textbooks and he says yes. what it'll be is just... Refer, people will go for them just to get references to write in their papers and yes. things like that. Yeah. He says, we don't want it to be that because it'll only be bought by students of yeah. S and C and things. You don't want to have it too stripped down, so it's just an exercise book. Yeah. What's well, somewhere in the middle? So we'll do a bit of bi- biomechanics, do a bit of... Um, uh, anatomy, um, force, levers, talk about all those sorts of yep. things, but in a way that is, uh can be understood by, so they're gonna by, be, by, they're by the They're going to be
0: um, strongly based around the form and making sure the form is correct in terms of squats and deadlifts. Yeah, exactly,
1: but we'll talk about loads of stuff like um, uh, your, why you do a high bar back squat instead of a low bar back squat. Right. Um high Why? Bar back squat being... Yeah, how how deep... To, high bars is see like Olympic weightlifters doing. Normal high bar back squat. A low bar back squat is what you see probably heavyweight powerlifters do. Right, okay. Positions the bar slightly low to the floor. Um, It's more of a. It's a lot of back involved as well because they have to have a much uh, shallower torso angle in order for the bar to stay over the midpoint of the foot. So all these sorts of things. We'll talk talk about all of those and pros and cons. Um, But I mean, we both agree that probably the hardest part of it will be working out what to put in the book yeah, what to leave deciding out deciding what goes in you know, and all those sorts of things so um, that's what I started to do recently um, what else yeah the guitar book as well um, I think did, did we speak about that last time? Uh, I think we probably did yeah so I had a guy who got in touch with me that had bought my calisthenics book and we were talking about Skype guitar lessons and things and did just you was... ever have one? no uh, well I was living in the other room at, uh, oh, oh yeah of course so the sky and the Skype wasn't just yeah rubbish so I'll have to try and do did it did you
0: have a lesson when you went over to meet him?
1: No, I just, I just didn't have time. Okay. We, we spent all the time talking about the books. So um, he's been teaching guitar for, oh, God knows how long, years. He um, has loads and loads. Of, it's all he does, full time. Yeah, um, A very, very good guy. He's studied jazz before, so he, he knows his theory, awesome. knows his stuff. Techniques, you know, from Impossible. what I've seen, is, is awesome, and he really knows what he's doing. Um, so I approached him saying, do you want to do a series of guitar books? So I said, you know, I, I'm a, a an average level you know okay my technique's okay my knowledge of theory's okay Um, but I've not got enough knowledge to write a series of books I could maybe do a beginner one and get away with it but um, I really wanted to get someone on board that would know what they're talking about you know that could could, could, uh, contribute Uh, so so yeah so we've been progressing with that we're trying to work out a way of doing uh, a series of books in stages so that you would um, go through stage one once you had all of that knowledge there and the requisite practice skills. time and technique and skills, yet yeah, you would go to stage two, and it would all be in steps like this. But yeah. every book would contain things on rhythm, theory, uh, technique,
0: uh, musicality, creativity, songwriting, those sorts of things. So does it, does it get more difficult as you go through the yeah, books, or does exactly. it change the subject as you go through the books? No, it'll get more difficult. Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: So but I mean, because one of the things that has really annoyed me. Oh, I was really disappointed over the years of so binary guitar books is they don't start out at the beginning. They don't you know, for the you know, if you think about music, what's the most basic thing you could know? Well it's it for me it would be pitch. Yeah. What pitch is, you know, a high a high pitch whistle or a truck roaming past or whatever. I think I might spoke about it last time. Yeah. Um so that was the most basic. Then you go to intervals and you just have to describe it you need all the blueprints there, you need all the building foundations there before you before you go on
0: um,
1: is a, um, a notebook that I've come across has been like that I'm sure there are some out there but they, they just haven't done things the way I've, I've wanted them and I spoke to Tom and he said yeah I don't like the grading system as it is at the moment I said well we'll come up with our new one then we'll come up with a stage system or a learning system or a, or a progressive system and, and you know it's put so it out there more, more um, yeah we do more I just thought you, you need, if you had say you had five stages or seven stages every book needs to be a different colour or something like that, just have some theme, so it's yeah. nice and simple, nice and progressive, you know, so, yeah. you know, if you are quite advanced, you can just go straight to book three, or book four, or whatever, just do book four and book five, if you are a complete beginner, start at book one, guitar yeah. buying guide, introduction,
0: yep. blah, 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 you know, how to sit with the guitar, yeah. how, and, then, and then go from there. Because um, was, I was uh, listening to, they had a... Um, Musician come in and she was having an interview on Radio 2 and I can't for the life of me remember her name unfortunately. But she was saying that um, she's, she's a singer-songwriter and she went over to America and did some work over in America. And she said they teach music differently over there because it's all numbers. I don't know how much you know about that. All numbers? It's all numbers. So there's no notes. It's all numbers. So a, a chord would be uh, 1, 3 and 5. Ah, yeah. Well, you're talking about you're talking about intervals, yeah. So
1: one, three, and five would be root, third, and fifth.
0: So the root, the root of C, three and five.
1: Yeah. So we we'll say if you had like a like a C major chord, it would be like root major third, perfect fifth. Yeah. Is C E G. Yeah. So you you would spell so, the so so the they, they, they don't
0: they don't they don't do any of the, the none of theirs none of their learning is is um revolved around the notes as it were. So they're not named. It's all just numbers, and it, she said she preferred it because she 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 learnt uh, music. I can't remember what she played. She learnt music over here, and then she went over to America and kind of carried it on and picked it up and, and uh, started oh, wow. writing. And she said she preferred the American way of teaching because it's all numbers, and she likes maths a bit more logical, so she yeah. could work it out. And it was all very yeah, like you say, it was all very the, logical. Because the weird thing is, like you say,
1: say the most basic chord is a triad. Say, yeah, three notes, and it could like major triad would be root. Major major third, yeah. perfect fifth. A minor triad would be root, minor third, perfect fifth. So it's just a just a one fret down yeah. that yeah. that note would be. But then you have something like a seventh chord, mm-hmm. but that's just a that's just a major or minor triad or something like that with a with a seventh. With a seventh on it. So
0: like, when you're when you're explaining things like that, because I play piano and organ, I'm thinking of the chords in terms of where they are on the keyboard. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing you're thinking of it differently when you well, when the, you're doing it on the guitar. This is the thing. This no, is one of the things that I struggled with going over from keyboard to guitar. I it's like, well, there's got to be when I'm playing a C chord on the keyboard it's it's those three fingers and I'm playing those three notes. They've got to be well, on those guitar, three notes somewhere on the guitar, on the guitar but you they can change the same so pitch many different times on
1: multiple strings. Yeah, which is a thing that's which you can't you on. do on a piano because <laughs> you have just got yeah. yeah, a a guitar is like a guitar arrangement is like having you know multiple stacks of, of keyboards yeah you, know, you can play the same you know 440 hertz a note in a few different places yeah you know you yeah. can play you can play on the fifth fret of the low e string or you can play the a string open Yep. Yeah. you know there's there's loads of places nice. you can do that sort of stuff um but no it, just working on the guitar book has made me realize that no other book that i've seen so far has Managed to make everything come together in one cohesive mass, and yeah. it does because modes, scales, chords, all those sorts of things, intervals—they all interlink. Um, and we've been trying really hard to come up with some sort of diagram, some sort of diagram or, or something that just shows that. Because you've got diagrams like the circle of fifths, circle of yeah.
0: fourths, that are kind of like a, a clock face with with different notes on and things and.
1: Other stuff in like my that, guitar it's... lessons
0: when I was younger—the one thing I can remember about my guitar lessons was that. You'd play. It was it was all strumming, so it was all chords. We didn't really do much picking. Um, So all the chords that we went through, it was here's a song, play the song. So we were strumming it away, and it might have two chords in it. So you change between G chord and C chord, and G chord and C chord, G chord, C chord, and then like the next page would just be another song with G chord, C chord, and then an F chord. So you just learn like an extra. But I didn't know any theory at all. I wasn't learning any theory. I was just learning how to change between the chords. Yeah. And that was... That's, that's things like... I don't Because I started to ask the question, why is it... How do you build a C
1: major chord? Yeah. Why is it C, E, G? Well, the reason is because a C major scale has the notes C, D, E, F, G, A, B, yeah. whatever. C so it keeps on going... And a major chord note. has a,
0: um, a root, a third and a fifth. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, which chord, which, fifth, yeah. Which I learned... I can't remember when I learned that, but you reminded me of it a few months ago. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. So it, it must all be... It can all interlink, there just needs to be one cohesive yeah.
1: thing. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of experimentation about sort of fretboard diagrams as well, trying to visualize the fretboard. Because guitar fretboard is just two repeating patterns fret 0 to fret 12, and fret 12 to 24 if you've got 24 frets. Yes. If you've got 22 frets, then you just obviously you just cut, yes. in the, cut in the top two notes or oh, frets off. Um, but then, then I start to think, well, how could you well, yeah you could, learn, you could learn the the positions of all the whole notes like no sharps or flats on each string yeah try and learn all those but then i realized that you could learn okay what about what about learning all the locations of the abc group everywhere because the abc group a b and c on a guitar can be yes. played with your index finger your ring finger and your pinky finger okay. over over four frets so say if you had your index finger on fret five, you'd yes. just go fret five, fret seven, fret eight. That would Number be A B, a, B C. C. Yeah, because B doesn't have a sharp, C doesn't have a flat, so it's just A B C.
0: Right. Okay. The same same ah, is true. Okay.
1: For, same is true for D E and F. So you could learn the D E F group as well. And then so where where
0: or where the positions of all your um, yeah? Well, all you, need, ring. All, you,
1: all you all you really need to know is the position of the A note everywhere on the fretboard because you know two frets higher is B and one fret higher than that is a C do you see what I mean?
2: okay and it
1: should be two. There's. it's not quite strictly true but there should be two of those groups ABC groups on every string because obviously every string is two octaves yes
0: um,
1: sometimes it cuts out because you might start like on a B yeah, for yeah. example it cuts off the string then you, then, then you just so you learn the ABC group the DEF group and the G group then you just have to work ah. out where those sharps and flats were. But, um, see, I'm really I was, looking forward things, so. I was doing lots of experiments like that. Would that be a good way? So I've got to send all this to, to Tom yet yeah, and just see, like, is this how you'd... Because like, one it, of my goals I'm, this I'm, year I'm is ding. to have complete, uh, like, play an A-sharp. Ding. Ding, yeah. Just play it. I don't know if that was A-sharp. <laughs>
0: <laughs> those of you with, with perfect pitch, pitch perfect. have to say whether that was <laughs> A-sharp or not. Ding. I'll try and make sure that I upload the podcast in pitch perfect yeah, you can, accuracy. You can adjust that <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, One Direction do it all the time, doesn't they? <laughs> so
1: yeah, because uh, to me, that that's that that would be a ridiculously good skill. People like um, like Ingram Alamstein can do that. Yeah, straight
0: away bang that. Somewhere. And he'll have him play
1: note. Of course he wouldn't because he doesn't. Because <laughs> he, he knows what the other, OB he
0: knows what it's like. going to sound and like maybe, before he, he flicks it.
1: Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, so there's lots of stuff in the ear training. Well, we're going to go into loads of stuff. I'm it's really
0: looking forward to this because you, project. you promised to send over some uh, some of the pages. I've nearly finished the getting there. started bit. Actually, okay. a a
1: the instructions, so I'll send that over. Yeah, yeah so um, I'm really looking forward to kind of working, of working
0: through I'm uh, currently scalloping my fretboard. I'm, uh, I've done um, a few frets, um, but uh, I'm working down those. So I have to try and get those that done. That'll be uh, this this next two weeks of jobs sort of thing. Very and cool. having said that, we uh, last year we did our first. Well, it was definitely for me. I don't know what it was like for you. Our first goal, like proper goal setting in terms of mind blown level of goal setting process, mm-hmm. uh, which took a week, and it started. The first, the first, first step is writing down your hundred and one bucket list items, um, and I've started doing that. I don't know whether you've.
1: No, no, no. have got, got, got an through. idea. You've
0: got an idea? Yeah, I haven't started writing it down. So That's I'm up to... Job for tomorrow. Where am I? I'm up to 74. 74 items. Um, and I tried to do the first 50 without looking at last year's. And then once I got to 50, I was, I was going to allow myself to look. And I did. And uh, I added a couple of... So these are the things you've got to achieve this in. year? Was that the thing? Uh, this, no, this is just bucket list. So this, is, this was the process that was teaching our brains to dream like, we, like when we were a kid. Uh, At school, going, Oh, I wish I could do this. oh, I'd be tall if I could do that. would be great one. I'm 40 odd. I I couldn't think of any more of that after that. What, this year or last year? No, last year. Really? How many did I do? Where's my last year's one? I can't remember. I haven't got my 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 last year ones here. So, yeah, actually, here's the process. So, yeah, 101 bucket list items, and i got 101. The last one was Ice Climb. If anybody, obviously, people listening, you can't see, but Chris's writing is. (laughs) <laughs> it's all capitals,
1: but it's tiny. It's very small. And very writing, neat. He's writing with a with a uh, 0.5 mi- 0.5 micro rice pencil. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: So yes, my my handwriting is uh, very small, very neat, and I always write in pencil. It's technical drawing time. Uh, yes, it is. That's is my uh, that's where my handwriting that's has come from. There. So I've even got even smaller. So that one is 101, and it's spread out over three columns, and I'm now gone to just two columns. Wow. So I'm at 74 already. So it's all very small. Um, so yeah, I did 101, 101 last year, um, and I allowed myself, once I got to 50, I allowed myself to go and look at some of these ones. So I've got, I mean, things, things are on both lists, like Build a Guitar uh, was number 38 on uh, last year's, and it's number 17 on this year's, just because it was, it's, they're not really, it's not, it's not a priority list, it's just a, an exercise to get your mind thinking about. The things that you want to achieve or things that you want to do I mean write a book was on here at 43 last year I think I've got republished right? yes yeah I have do, yeah, re-publish some I've got republished yeah. on my here and, uh, do, and write some more because um, I'm not particularly happy with the one that I wrote uh, looking back at it so I'm going to rewrite that uh, watch a rocket launch at Cape Canaveral that was one of yours that I put on because I thought it was cool yeah I've got to do that at some point
1: Moves to Canada is my one for this uh, <laughs> year this year and next year Oh, remind me to talk about Ty Lopez as well.
0: Ty Lopez, who's Ty ta-
1: Lopez now? So you know who's uh, Ty Lopez? I started getting these adverts with a guy standing in- with glasses, standing in front of a black uh, Lamborghini, saying, "Just, uh, just got back from driving a Lamborghini." Uh, you started getting adverts. Yeah, you know what? Like they come on YouTube before you watch something. Oh
0: yeah, you
1: know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they came on, and he, he's he's. Uh, I don't know exactly what he does. He's kind of like an entrepreneur and he, he does business advice and things like that. Like consulting. Tim Ferriss? Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. But he also does like self help, self improvement okay. um, stuff by his YouTube channel and, and um, uh, website. And um, he was going about some, he, he, was, he came up with some real pearls, pearls of wisdom that I've never really heard before. You might have spoken about him before, the rule of thirds. Do you remember that? Remember we talk talking about that? His rule of, third one of, of thirds. Topic. He says um, he spends um, a, third of his time. A, th- a third of his time with people that are, uh, oh, I do even, lower yes. than him. Not yes. not so. I don't
0: think we've talked about it on the podcast.
1: Maybe you're mentioning it. Less experienced. He says that he says you can mentor them yeah. and learn about how to uh, uh, des- uh, uh, disseminate knowledge and things. Yeah. Um, he said you spend a third of your time with people on your level, so they're your friends. Yep. You know, says so you spend a third of your time with people that are more experienced or older or, or whatever. You yeah. know, More money. More, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, more experienced in their careers or whatever, more an expert in their field. They're your, they're your mentors. Yeah. Says so that's that's all a third. That was a really good one. I. Yeah, I, I like that one. Um, and
0: actually, that's that's something because one of the things um, that I've come to kind of realise as you kind of going through life and experiences when you're learning something. Once you've learnt it, teach somebody because it it reinforces what you've learnt and it gives you a better understanding of what you learnt as well. And then obviously you've passed it on as well. And you um, see any mistakes in yeah because you might, might think you know something, actually yeah. Like, and somebody it, it, it only takes like, it only takes one kid who's not particularly not particularly bright or something, but can just go oh hang on a minute, what about that? Or it's ask like, a question. Yeah, there, just, just ask like, a question like, like, like oh, it just yeah. stumps you. Um, yeah. But I did um, I did my because you did your. Talk about the calisthenics in lily the and did my photography talk as well, and that was really really cool that's down on that's down on my bucket list need some more now. I need to do some more of those because it was very very interesting um, i didn 't feel like I was out of my depth um, i didn't feel like I stumbled or anything. I always thought I was talking about something that was relevant um, and then all the questions that were coming back, um, I felt very comfortable answering those as well, so yeah I was. Mm quite excited about doing some more of those. So yeah, I've got to uh, email Lincoln University and then um, pass my um, business card on to a representative at Nottingham University as well, so maybe, nice. one, maybe one of those two will uh, get me in to do some talking as well. But, yeah, yeah, but he, he
1: comes out with uh, mentoring. This Ty Lopez did another thing called, uh, uh, he just put three points down, it's like the KSE, K stands for knowledge. That's the first thing that you have to have. So if you want to do something, say we want to write this guitar book, or well, we get yeah. the knowledge there. Okay. I have a little bit of knowledge, but Tom has a lot of knowledge, and need, we need that knowledge before we can do the, do the book, yeah. the project. Um, S is a, a strategy. So you need you need some sort of plan on how how you can do this thing. You know. Which is where um, I always fall down. Yeah. So uh, so for me, I want to relate that to. So for me, I, I thought right. Well. Just write. As, what the plan was: just write as much as we can, get a f- loose framework there, um, and just try and develop the develop the framework as we go, and then the content will just fall into a place, and then we'll just be switching things out, yeah. making things work it, more more on the go. Then E is execution, which means you you actually actually have to do the yes. plan. You have to actually carry yeah. out the plan. Um, so as long as you do it in that order, K S E, um, get the knowledge, have the plan for it, the strategy, uh, then. Execute the execute execute the plan. Then you you are not guaranteed to succeed, but, but you, you're, gonna you're going to get the project done. Yeah, you're going to achieve yeah, it. You're going to you know, achieve whether, whether yeah whether the book sells is that yeah, doesn't yeah. it doesn't guarantee that the book yeah. sells, but it will guarantee that the thing gets done and then we have a, a product. at The end Brilliant. of it. Um, but he says where a lot of people fall down is they'll try and execute before they have either knowledge or a, a, a plan for it. Yeah. So they'll just go oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll do a. So yeah, we could have looked. At, I will want to write a book on. Guitar, okay, well, just start writing a theory section. Well, but, but yeah, how, how's it going to fit in? Where does it start? Where does it finish? Yeah. You know, how do you break it down? Um, he he could, does loads and loads of talks like that. Um, I mean, a lot of people sort of call bullshit on him and stuff, but he's he's out there offering, you know, exactly. can watch his things for free. You exactly. can take his advice or not, you know. Um, I never see him really talking, talking down to people. He's always trying to. Get ideas out. Um, he often has a lot of guys. You had Mark Cuban, the billionaire, okay. that just came around to his house and they shot a bit of basketball. And I think yeah, he owns a basketball team or something and does a few other things. And he was saying, you know, what, do, what was it like to make a billion dollars and how, how do you do things? And he says something very interesting as well. Um, Mark Cuban, he says, uh, he's been interviewed and this woman said, oh, you know, it's difficult for people to be entrepreneurs, you know, they can't get loans from the bank and stuff like that. And he says, look, if you're getting a loan from the bank to start a, an Still idea, you're, you, you're a moron. I mean, he did say you're a moron, which I thought was a bit harsh. But he said, you know, the only thing that's certain about a thing like that is that the bank want their money back. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. He says, that's the only certain thing. It's not certain that the idea will succeed. It's not certain that it will, it will earn money. It's not even certain that it's a good idea. You know, um, so he says, yeah, you don't, need, you don't need capital like that, you know. Um, I suppose it depends. I thought I agreed with that, but then I thought it depends on what the idea is. If you've got yeah. an idea for for something that needs some sort of prototype that costs a lot of money to get prototyped, you need some. But then sort you're going to need. Well, yeah, then,
0: then, Do you get it from the bank or do you get backers and sponsors? Yeah, yeah exactly. there's, there's different ways of getting of yeah. getting money. I mean, there's, there was a uh, because a they, they coach. must because they're taking a risk, aren't they? Yeah. If, if a backer, it's not it's not a bank, you know. There's a tennis coach that I used to work with. Um, who wanted to go to um, the Orange Bowl, which is the junior version of the U.S. Open, and uh, he said, "I'll go. I'll go over there." And he approached mm-hmm. five, five different tennis federations and said, "I'll go over there and uh, I'll do some research uh, and send you back um, findings on all the, the tennis standards of all the all the different uh, countries around the world, kind of thing, and just give you a, a feedback of the standard of tennis around the world." Uh, and he approached five different people and they all said yes and they all kind of pitched in and he got paid. Uh, so he got sponsored by all of them to go over there and and um, give back, give feedback on the standard of tennis over there. Mm-hmm. But there's there's ways of getting and making money outside going to the bank and saying, please can I have £20,000? Yeah, I've got this really cool idea. Yes, certainly sir, but you're going to have to pay about £30,000 in two years' time. I think there's a lot of... Uh, I know if... And that's I mean, one, of the, one of the things I've learned as well over the last few years. You just don't ask. Yeah. People, people, people ask, say ask they the they will sell,
1: Yeah, or they'll, or they'll, they'll pull, want to help. No
0: one's ever asked, asked me that. Yeah, before. people want to help. They just need, they need to be asked. Mm. Yeah. And it is lot, very, it is very relevant.
1: Like well, Tom wasn't really sure that he, he he's like oh, I've never really written a book for. He was completely. I don't think he was enthusiastic about it at all. Really, to start with, um, I'm not I'm not sure that he. Thought it would work, or where he sort of came into the picture. Yeah, and I said, look, I've got about thirty thousand words already, but it's it's just basic content and things, stuff that needs to be there. I said, I need your expertise and input and stuff because you can tell me that's wrong, yeah, that's really wrong, or yep. yeah, that's right. You we really do don't that. want to be saying that. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I sent him some theory stuff saying I've been trying to. Uh, Work out a chart that shows the scale tones for each different mode and things. Yeah. And, and he said, No, nah, that's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but if, so I'd, made a, I'd made an elementary mistake in, in moving the Roman numerals around and stuff. And if I'd left it the way it was before, it would have been correct, but it wouldn't have made sense to me. So right. it, that's just, this is a, just my limited understanding of yeah, that yeah. particular bit. Yeah.
0: Which is where the knowledge comes in.
1: Yeah, but then he just sent me a quick email about saying, no, this is how it is, da, 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 da. and it's like, alright, oh, right, I see. Excellent sorting, we Can move forward. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, Tai Lopez, YouTube, check him out.
0: Tai Lopez, looking well. how do you well, Tai Lopez? I think it's T-A-I-L-O-P-E-Z. Yeah. There's, probably, there's probably loads of guys like that on there, but... Um, yeah, well, I like, I like the Tim Ferriss guy. Tim Ferriss is very cool. Um, in terms of, he... Um, I mean, I've not finished reading his book, I need to finish reading his book, but he said that um, nobody wants to be a millionaire... Well, they don't realise that they don't want, actually want to be a millionaire. They want the millionaire lifestyle. And you can have a millionaire lifestyle for... I don't even want that. Not n- Nowhere close to actually being a millionaire. If, I can, if I, can, I can have a bit of land, same bit of land,
1: 100 acres or whatever. Yeah, you want 100 acres of land in Canada. I worked out, actually. I, I don't know, I must have done my sums wrong. I thought it was about 600 and something metres by 600 and something metres square. What, for 100? 100 acres? Yeah, it's not. It's like 1,200 or so. Is it? Yeah. It's at one point two K or so because I'll do it now here again. So forty four thousand square foot is a an acre. Right. So say if we divided that by three, it's fourteen thousand say well call it fourteen thousand square metres.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um uh, what am I doing
0: here? I don't know. I'm let's it like, oh, I'm struggling. Square root you? what you square root. Because then that will be... Oh, to find out, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so 40,000
1: so divided by... Uh, i just got to do my calculator on the side here. This is so professional isn't it? Uh. <laughs> so it's 121. 121? So 121 uh, metres by 121 metres is an acre. So, so then you need to times that by 100 to get 100 acres. Wow. Which is 12,110 metres.
0: Which is 1.2 kilometres, isn't it? That's insane. Yeah, okay. Nearest makes no difference, yeah. You've got a little bit of. Uh, yeah, but yeah, something something little bit like of leeway. That, yeah, a yeah, yeah. little bit of leeway in the calculation. It's yeah. a kilometre square at least. Yeah. So I think
1: 250 acres is about a mile square. That would make sense.
0: Something like that. You don't want a kilometre square of land.
1: Why not? That means no one can have you a house do,
0: You can nearly do 5k just running around your fence. Yeah, you could do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for us. us. are <laughs> just going to do 5k. Us, Actually, you have... If you're in the middle, if, if your house is right in the middle, you could do 5k because you'd run half a kilometre out to the fence, all the way around the fence, then half a kilometre back to the house. Yeah. 5k, done. Timeing, so Time me. Right. Time me, please, darling. It's not like that, is it?
1: <laughs> but yeah, we wanted we were enough land to have a bit of a hobby farm and things. Like one might want a horse or so. You know, yeah. like I said to her chicken, you're after it because they take a lot of look after. It. Yeah, so they're not doing that. I've told you Not, not dogs, taking out like, for a walk every day. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, we we saw some properties in in Canada. One of them had like a five acre lake. <laughs> the lake on the property was five acres oh with trout and a few other things in there. Yeah, you can fish on this and. But it's mega
0: cheap, there's so much of it, they just, well, yeah, of course you can. The guy who writes, um, I know I've spoken to you about Nightwish before, but the guy who writes all the music for Nightwish, writes it on his parents' island in the middle of a lake. So his parents have got, uh, they own the island, it's a tiny little island, Uh, it's up in Finland, uh, on a lake up in Finland, and there's a little um, wood cabin on the island. And he goes right. out there and he writes all the Nightwish music. Yeah, be in this little cabin, yeah. it's fantastic. I mean, if you
1: had that with you You could have. You could have a, a music room with a full drum set and amps yeah. or whatever, and just crank them. And who cares? Boom, boom, boom. You know, boom, um, Yeah, actually, range on on the 3D 3D course in the woods. 3D course on your in your. You um, could have. If I mean, get <laughs> some elk in there. My auntie has <laughs> got a. got a husky. <laughs> I've yet to meet him, but she's it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, get a couple of huskies to- in the summer. Attach them to your bike so they get they obviously tow you around, you get a little course, right? In, <laughs> the, in the winter, obviously, just get the sled out, <laughs> sled. yeah, so there's loads of things you can do. Brilliant, but the, I, yeah, we, was, we saw there was 160 yeah. acres halfway up Silver Star Mountain, yeah, Silver Star Mountain Resort, so the ski resort, so it's, it's sort of a bit bit further up from where we were, we're staying with our um uh posts uh, on Airbnb and um. Go for five hundred thousand dollars, quarter million quid for hundred and sixty acres. Oh my word! It's probably ten minutes down the road from from like, you know, massive ski resort. It's insane. But you you look out and it's just so much. You're just like, well, of course it's. They could never charge a premium for it. Yeah. Well, in the city, obviously, you know, yeah. and, and in in yeah. places where you know space is limited because there's people living there and there's stuff there. Um, but you know, we don't want to. If that's don't want mm. live in the city. I want 160 mm. acres for. I would a gun as what you'd, you'd. I mean, yeah, the our hosts were telling us what their their place costs. You know, they they. they the one uh, that's the one that they built. The, yeah, yeah, it had seven acres of, of raw land, and it sort of goes up the hill like the the, the sort of uh, uh, drive snakes up the hill. This thing comes out on the top of the flat. You can see all the way, basically, nearly to Cologne. It's like, I don't know, it looks like 40k, 50k. You can see. Wow. It's halfway up Silverstone, your ears pop on the way up. Um, look down into Vernon, you can see all the Kalamalka the, the Lake and everything going off in the distance. Unbelievable. Incredible. Yeah, but next to nothing. They couldn't believe, like, because they're asking us about house prices, they're fascinated, you know, what, what would you get, you know. Um, they were asking you, right? For yeah, they're English. asking us about ha- what's the, what house prices like, what's the average house cost, you know. I mean, that their house costs about the average house price in the UK. The average
0: house house price here, I think, is 180. Is it now? Has it gone up to 180? So 180,000 pounds is the average. Yeah. Um, My friends just had hers valued. They have got a is it three bedroom? It's a three bedroom. It's a detached house uh, with a double garage. Uh, It's just been valued at 290,000 pounds. Wow. Which is nearly made no difference. Half a million dollars. Yeah. What could you get for half a million? That was definitely half a million Canadian dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 a house that's squashed into a corner of a road between uh, a couple of other houses on like pretty much dead land. So their plot is like triangular. So it's a bit of a funny. You, could, they're, they're, you can't really get on their drive very easily because it's all triangular. But it's in the middle of the housing estate. Yeah. I suppose we're we're just limited by space, aren't we? I mean, there's plenty. Of, there's there's, there's plenty, plenty of space, space here. You can't build there, yeah. or, it's,
1: or it's terrible land, or. Yeah it's too far away from job work so yeah people yep. always go where the work is and, yep. and um hence hence London London prices yeah um crazy crazy yeah there was one I but yeah there was, there was one that my brother was looking
0: at um they asking like one point five or something. One point five million pounds. Yeah. two point two million dollars yeah three million Canadian dollars. Three million Canadian dollars for a flat. I
1: mean, I'm no, 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 no. It's uh, like detached houses. Oh, okay. It was a detached um, house in London. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were, uh, yeah. They, they, yeah. John and Julie just could not believe because they were asking us, well, if you cut our house out of the and just put it in, in the UK, what would it be worth? And I was like, well, you can't really <laughs> do it because yeah, there's not really, a, there's not really. Because Vernon's probably a town of about... Greater Vernon is probably 50,000 people, I think. The Vernon town is
0: about 35,000. So 35, if you cut their plot out and put it in England, would it be worth more than just cutting their house out and putting it in England? I don't know, because it's it's, Cause it's on a bit
1: of a slope. The so they've plot. got a plenty of flat land there, yeah. but that's obviously had to be sort of um, landscapes and things. Um, but they've got their own water. They don't pay for water because they've got a well. Oh. Brilliant. So, I mean, yeah. You know, me and Shabon's idea was that if we, if the Tesla power would come out and we get solar panels and things, and we have wells and water, you'd you have to worry about water or power. Yeah. Or, you know, that's the massive middle finger. Solar the,
0: panels are just dropping in price at the moment. Yeah, they're,
1: they're still quite quite expensive in Canada apparently because there's no subsidies or they're yeah. just not taken up. Okay. But the Okanagan, where Vernon is, two thousand plus hours of sunshine so a year. You'd be stupid not to have them. You know, Especially if they come down in price and, and then obviously the power walls come out and you, you just don't because they yeah, have no incentive by away. sending stuff back to the grid like they have yeah. here and I think there might be end that here as well. Um so my dad was saying, I'm not sure. It can't be that far away. No. So yeah, I and mean, if you could hold on to that power and you work out right, we need X amount of panels to run the house or whatever, you know. Um Yeah. Crazy. So that's yeah, that's that's we would have gone make off track. We? I don't know, but what, that's I don't my, know what track that's, we were on, to that's be That's my thingy goal, you know, um, yeah. ultimate goal. Um, but we just can't... I mean, that's not a lifestyle that a lot of people would want. My brother definitely would want, wouldn't want that lifestyle. No, uh, no. Loads of people I know I'd happily, would, I'd, wouldn't, I'd, wouldn't want it. You know? I'd like that. Um, I'd do that. But I'm, I'm, and some, I think some people think they might like it, but the reality would... Yeah. I don't like it. But I'd like nothing more than to have the house paid off and everything, or even just a small voyage and just we get up, do a bit of work, do a bit of writing and stuff, do some projects, whatever it might be. Um, you know, go and chop some wood, go for a hunt. Shoot an elk. You know, uh, d- harvest some veg or whatever it might be. Take um, a horse for a walk. Yeah, I mean, we saw loads and loads of small farmers markets in Vernon. Um, one was at the ice, ice rink arena, the the cow tyre, where the ice hockey's played. Oh, yeah. Um, that was just in the car park. Oh, cool. I think it was like every Thursday and Friday. Uh, Tuesday and Thursday or something. There's a farmers market in the car park of the ice hockey. Yeah, and loads of But there's loads of very very small producers. Some guys would only have apple juice. Some guys would have loads of different types of apples, loads of different types of veg and stuff. It was just, I guess they just paid for some sort of permit. Yeah. Um. So there's no reason why we couldn't do that. There's, you know, but you wouldn't need you need to be earning loads of money. You do it because it's just, it's just enjoyable. It's just you get up and you need something to do. It's just enjoyable. It's no stress. Harvest some apples and make some juice and sell it. If you had maple trees on your property, you could do maple syrup. You just tap them. How syrup. amazing would that be? Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people, a lot of my brothers, I would hate that, you know. Um, but I think that would be quite a good maple syrup good on top. Yeah.
0: Fresh maple syrup. Oh, yeah. yes. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so, just, that's, so that's one of the things, because I, I, this year I want to start um, making, um, well, making bacon and pastrami and, and things like that. So I've made my, bacon, yeah. I've made my first, well, I'm, I'm halfway through. It's got another what day are we on? Saturday. So we've got another three days, four days. got another four days mm. until I can take it out and drain it. Uh, and then you leave it to dry for another day. Um, but that's that's a five pound, uh, as in English pounds, five English pounds worth of pork loin. And it's huge. It's, and it's about two. Big, two, up, £2. It's a yeah, big, big, uh, big lump. And uh, it's in a zip bag. Plastic bag, Uh, it's not the best way of doing it, but it's the quickest and simplest starter way of doing it. So you put it in a Ziploc bag, you put, what, how much, it it was a kilogram, uh, a kilogram of pork loin. So I put in 30 grams of salt, uh, two and a half grams of this um, uh, mixture that uh, a friend of mine sent me. Is it normal salt, or can you put sea salt in there? Just sea salt, yeah, sea salt. Sea salt? Yeah, sea salt's fine, Um, because it just absorbs, it just absorbs the salt. And then uh, sodium nitrate, uh, a little bit of sodium nitrate in there. And then I What does that it. do, Is that? So of? that's the bit that cures it. That's ah, what, right, that's okay. A tiny, tiny... You only put a very, very small amount of that in. Um, and then between 10 and 30 grams of sugar. And I put 30 grams of brown sugar in it to make some sweet American sweet-cure bacon. That's really insane. Um, so, yeah, that'll be ready in three days, and then it's got to... You take it out, rinse all the, rinse all the salt and everything off that you've put on it, And then leave it in the open in the fridge for another day to dry out. But the ideal way of doing it would be in a um, a tray. You make a you put a tray, put it in the tray, put the salt and the sugar all over, it, and then you just tilt the tray so that all the because you've you've seen the bag, it's full of fluid, Mm -hmm. so that all the fluid runs runs down away, and that's uh, dry curing it. And you just leave it in the garage. Because the garage is cold enough this time of year, it just keeps it and air-dries. What well, is and it? We got 20 weeks. Well, yes, to be fair, <laughs> England has been hit by a, a British summer in the middle of winter, which is ever so odd. Mm. But then you can do the same thing. I want to make pastrami as well. You can make, do the same thing with a with a uh, um, cut of brisket wow. and put some. So I can spend my days doing that. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Syrup, elk jerky. Oh,
0: there's no better way. Oh,
1: forget, I wonder a, whether you can... forget working. Well, not, well, we, yeah, we, don't, we need to write some we don't, really do, we don't really do work, work, do we? Sort of
0: work, work. No, we're very, very lucky. Um, yeah. But then, as Nick Faldo or whoever it is says, the harder I work, the luckier I seem to get.
1: Yeah. And, uh, Didn't he say that? Wasn't some... Did he been, make a hole-in-one? And some guy's it's, like, you lucky bastard. Yeah, like, you, know, yeah,
0: right, yeah you know what? The harder yeah. I, I work, the luckier know, I, I get. Legend, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's true, isn't it? I mean, um, it is. I think you just have to... I think yeah. I'm like she like Siobhan's going back to work on Monday, just working for, um, doing, like, healthcare and things, and um, she, she's, she was just really struggling with the self-employed type thing. Okay. You know, because, um, whereas I don't... No, I don't. I, I can get up and make my list, and I, I do it no matter what. It, it's... No, it's not a routine now. I want want to do it, and it's enjoyable doing it, you know. Um, but she, she just can't... She can obviously find the motivation and stuff, but she needs a bit more structure... Yeah. Um, whereas I can, I can kind of make my own structure. And well, well I've got that's one in... of the things
0: that I'm looking for this goal setting process that we do, uh, it's basically it's a week long process where you go through, uh, you do your 101 bucket list items, and then from that you pick out like um, certain things which are uh, are really important to you. I'm trying to remember back from to, to last year's emails that we had with Craig, um, and then after that you end up with a one year, three year, and ten year goals. Uh, uh, yeah. And then yeah. from that table, you pull out some daily habits. So ultimately, at the end of the process, you end up with just three daily habits that are related to two things that you want to change. So whether that be something in your personal life, something in your something about money, something about your career, something about health and fitness, something about your family, something anything like that. So that was it. Yeah. Some practice. kind of some kind of overriding title. You ended up trying to trying to affect two of those things. With daily habits, so you end up with three daily habits that are going to help you on the way to achieve the goals for the year. Um, and it started out, I think, last year. Mine was it was something like read read a book or read a passage, re- read part of a book uh, every day. That was one of my daily habits. And then it was play the guitar, take a photo or shoot uh, artery shoot uh, shoot every day. So it was one of those that was that would be it's my, like a hobby my thing personal thing. Yeah, it was a, it was a hobby yeah. personal thing. Um, so yeah you end up with those three three daily habits and one of the things I'm looking forward to actually about finishing this year's goal setting process off is getting those daily habits uh, finalized and, and down so that I can get up because I know you get up and you write down what you're going to achieve that day in your diary and then tick yeah. them off yeah and i I'm not as good at getting what I want to do out of my head onto paper and then doing it I've got lots of ideas on in my head and and, uh, I wake up and I'm like, right, okay, I need to do this, 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 and this this today in my head. Um, And then it will get to 10 o'clock and I've made some soup uh, and I've emailed a couple of people about um, a photo shoot or something. And I'm like, oh, what what do I need to do next? I'm I'm kind of a little bit lost. So I'm looking forward to having a tiny bit of structure, Mm. but again, it's self-generated structure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that kind of coming through so yes, I, I don't. I don't like you say. I don't really struggle with the self-employment thing. I love it. It's fant- absolutely fantastic. I'm yeah. very, very lucky that I go out and take photos. Things even, even, it I often
1: think, well, even if I had all the money in the world, I'd still be doing what I do because it's yeah. it's you, you need something to do. You need something to yeah. occupy yourself, and I've got I've got more than enough. And even if even if I didn't have to worry about money, which a lot of people a lot of people do, you know, you, you need money to exist and everything. It's just the, it's just the necessary evil. You know, cause I mean, even if you had that nice self-sufficient lifestyle, we still need money to buy the solar certain and you, yeah. still,
0: you still need yeah. something to set up. To set up yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, You can't just go, click, thank you very much, I've got this I suppose you could, uh, you could build them, I suppose, or just not... There's got to be some hard power, work.
1: But yeah, there's, it has, the one, yeah, you can't get around yeah. it. Um, but I'd still want to write a series of guitar books, because I I, hmm. I, I, I can see the end, pro, uh, end result, have the things in front of me and we through think yeah this is this is bloody good I think mm. we've done Yeah. Um, the process of doing it I guess to play guitar almost every day and, and learn and and try and do a few few things get to prove my knowledge of of guitar and you just playing guitar and you, you know
0: what I mean it's, it's not there's no yeah. there's no downsides to that yeah none no there none, aren't any there aren't any there's Cameron yeah. Haynes wasn't there well, do you know what do you know what sucks about shooting my bow every day yeah absolutely Twang. fucking nothing nothing yeah nothing nothing sucks about nothing shooting nuts. my bow every day. And that's, I mean, one of my things that is down on this, this year is is make a portfolio-worthy um, photo every week. So at the end of the year, I'll have 52, well, I'll have 52 new, in inverted commas, photos from my portfolio. Mm. But it's just, it's just getting out and doing something that's thoroughly enjoyable. Um, and when I did those, you remember when I did those Muslim portraits? Mm. I got back and I, I shared those with a couple of photographer friends over in Canada and uh, I sent them out, and um, I was just on such a high from creating these portraits. Like, I, I, I want to I do more. I want to I get. I want to create more portraits. And portraits isn't what I do. I don't do portraits because considering like, the, the medium
1: must be a lot very different from a car because a car yeah. reflects light in a certain yeah. way and it can be. Well, not <laughs> but the
0: photography principles apply exactly the same, and that's one of the things that fascinates me because mm. it's all mathematical principles which are, which you're applying to create an image. It's yeah, it's fantastic. So yeah, that was that was, and I, I sent it to one of my friends, Ryan, over in Canada, and I uh, said, I've, I've got the bug. I need to, I need to, I need to create more images. I need to do more portraits. And he said, Yeah, I've got exactly the same thing. Mm. Um, I've, 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 started doing some. He's started doing some automotive stuff as well. And he said, I've started doing some automotive stuff, and I'm, I'm hooked. I need to, I need to take more photos. Things, if you think, obviously, because I've, I've, I've known you for quite a
1: while now, and i I've, I've, I've seen you go from tennis coach, part-time photographer and then just transition, Yeah. not necessarily slowly but quite, like, quite, quite rapidly, isn't it really, over to a full-time photographer and then the number of shoots just increases the number of things and just, things just keep happening. Yeah. You've got a calendar out and you're doing the, the handle and then you're doing the shoot for, yeah. for a possible racing team and then, all this sort of stuff is just blah, blah, blah. blah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just it's gradually but steadily and then before you know it, five, not even five years down the line, two years down the line, you think, bloody hell, but it's just all those little small steps that you... Do you do?
0: But then, even even back at that, you kind of got to remember where you did start, because I keep having to remind myself that I need to go out and well, not particularly remind, but yeah, remind yourself that you need to go out and take photographs and practice. Mm-hmm. That, that's that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Showing her to work actually, because
1: it's, it's with her around, you it's you can get distracted a lot, you know, a lot more easily. Because it's yeah. like I oh, will go do some food shopping while we'll we you know and, yeah. um, she's not the quickest person in the world just getting out and doing things right? yeah. whereas I like to be like bang like, on I, I don't like spending more than five, ten minutes in a supermarket it's like well we know what we're going to get we buy the same things more or less all the time just around it you on. know yeah. there's not there's not many people in a supermarket who walk faster than me because they're all dawdling or they've got to do not they haven't got anything better to do but I've got stuff to be getting on with and if I spend 5 minutes longer in a supermarket than I needed to well that's 5 minutes that my life is wasted because I, yeah. I haven't I haven't improved my life spending five. I haven't. You know. um, so at least when to, I'll, I'll be able to come back, I'll be able to get you know three, four, five hours worth of writing done. Be able to shoot my bow, do post promo, whatever else it will be. Then go pick her up, and then that's you know, that's that's mostly done. Then. Um, well, we've
0: got we've got this year. We're going to try and do the arches MOA a bit a bit more, as well. Yeah, um, we're going to try and well not try. We're going to. Uh, Push that a bit further off the ground as well. Yeah, because it's the, that the
1: guitar book um, is going to be doing most of the time. Um, this project with um, Dave, Dave um, that would just come together, you know. I'm, I'm going to try and s- that's what I was going to say about planning. Um, so, we've got a due date of like August the 1st, uh, so we're going to try and well, I'm going to try and or- split my time uh, into months. Yep. Yeah. And then down from that into weeks. So I need to get I need to have something done by end of the month, end of January, say, end of February, end of March, and so on. Okay. I need to have something done by the end of this week. So you're obviously starting on Monday, um, obviously on Sunday or by fr- Friday or whatever. I need to have something done. Some very specific. I will try and get a specific thing for each week. Whether it's just a stage finished, or you know the foot, the introduction to the guitar we've done, okay, yeah, ticks off. Don't yeah, don't worry about that anymore. Lots of small, or,
0: little, easy targets, which all
1: yeah, exactly, as a yeah. whole, build up to yeah, yeah. Just got to need some structure because otherwise it'll, it'll be. I can sense it now. It'll be it'll be overwhelming. It, it'll just be too overwhelming because it's, I'm I'm almost being pulled in too many different directions because it's you know, um, that can happen quite easily, especially. If you just get more and more ideas, it, it's just you know. Well, what do I prioritize now? Well, I know what I've got to prioritize, but then how do I structure my day? How do I structure my week? What do I need to get done on this project in order for, di- for it to get completed? It, yeah, I think you need that structure there. Um, so I'm gonna have to do that. My mind's been a bit. The last few days, well, over with Christmas break, my mind's just been a bit. Right, I need to sit down and get this. Yeah. So tomorrow, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna really, really work work tomorrow. I'm just gonna plan out exactly how I'm gonna.
0: Try and get that process done. Spend my
1: next six months I
0: try really hard trying to get, I I try really hard trying to use a notebook um, because my mind is, my head's so full of like bouncing across, oh, I could do this, I could do that. It's, I don't know whether I sometimes find it difficult to stop and actually write it down. I'm trying really hard to make myself write down in notebook just things, but then after that, I then find it difficult to. Remember to go back through the notebook and look at the stuff that I've written in, and it's 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 like a, it's almost like a never-ending never circle of trying to. Write do you hope it. that it slows down
1: when you roll it? I sometimes do. Yeah. I, I hope it slows down slightly, so I don't have to. I hope it does. I hope it, it, it does chill a little. Yeah,
0: I hope it. Yeah. <coughs> Hopefully, it won't. It'll need to slow down, or it'll naturally slow down because I've yeah. achieved so much hopefully yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, I was talking poly- to a friend of mine I'm a polymath now so yeah <laughs> that was on I don't, is it on I this achieved one that, I, I don't know whether so. I'll put that down on here I've got I have 100 polymath episodes as number 41 I don't know whether I've got beer be a polymath it was on last year well year's. if we
1: did one every week that would be what it would be up to 70 odd by the end of the year
0: yeah
1: which would be pretty good going
0: I will be good and your internet connection is a little bit better was, but yeah. So uh, we will do our best to do a where, I sit,
1: where I my my desk is right in the corner. I need to oh, make a window a desk. sort of at the behind me. Wall on the left hand side, wall right in front of me, but cubby hole bookshelf thing on the right. I'm completely enclosed. Yep. Oh, it's right. nice. Cool. Yeah, so i just got to stick some things up on the wall. Calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying I wanted to try and develop some sort of like pyramid type type thing that you, you know, the system of working because I found I did I did that for a little while. Um last year and it works quite well that i only concentrated on three things at, at once so okay. um for example let's say the guitar book um archery and archers in my way that that getting better at archery and promoting archers in way and developing the targets more and developing the system more and then um you know something else so you're not stretching yourself because that's easy enough to do three things like that you can spend yeah. sort of you know um tis for us anyway yeah, women
0: women uh, struggle a little bit more about doing multiple things at time.
1: No, no, they they're good at it. That's what Bill Burr. <laughs> so anybody, had- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. yeah, we we're watching some Bill Burr, the comedian from uh, US comedian. He's talking about the male brain and female female brain. <laughs> um, I mean, I I can I can only multitask if it's written down and it's in list form, and I just do them one after the other and tick them tick them off. I have to do it. I have to. I, I, I think I wouldn't really be able to function very well without a, some sort of diary, it? Um
0: Yeah, a friend of mine was asking, she's um, she's uh, started writing her journal for this year, and um, she yeah, she didn't ask, she just said, uh, I don't know whether to do it on, to keep it on paper, or whether to take it online. Like, You've got to keep it on paper. You've got to keep it on paper, because the process of writing has got to be so much more it's different involved in your brain than I don't know typing what it, yeah, out. Typing is there's something you, you've got to kind of keep that connection with actually writing things down. I think it's because typing
1: uh, every letter is the same action as any any other letter. Yeah. But on with writing, you're doing a specific yeah. shape. I don't know whether that really physical has well. any basis in fact or anything, but it seems that way to me. Yeah.
0: In my head, writing actually writing the t- taking the process of writing down on a piece of paper is more involved. It's. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what should we have? We had loads of stuff, didn't we? We Uh, We had. I'm sorry. Before Ash came round, I sent out a message on Twitter saying that we were going to do another polymath episode. Has anybody got any questions or suggestions on what we should talk about? I don't know how we're going to talk about this, but we had a suggestion from Lawrence. um, Natural gut, synthetic hybrid at fifty-seven pounds, which is a way of stringing a tennis racket, uh, and this was. Uh, mine and his favourite way of stringing a tennis racket, which was natural gut, um, down the crosses uh, and synthetic hybrid on the main. So why would um, so that? Be so that was why. Well, the, the natural gut provides a power, uh, and then the synthetic hybrid provides the um, control that you get when you. When why? Why? Why is it vertically and horizontally? And
1: well, across? I did this the opposite. Why? Why not? Why is it not? Uh, oh, why is not it not like a cross? Yeah.
0: Never thought about that. I wonder why that would be. I wonder why it's not a cross. Because when when because uh, I was looking at it, when you string a when you string a tennis racket, obviously you've got uh, or when you were hitting a tennis ball, you're hitting it with topspin, so your racket is going up the back of the ball, so the, the strings have got to grip the ball. If they were on a cross, you'd probably get a bit more grip because that way you're wasting these strings completely. So if you if you hit a tennis ball with topspin. The strings that are running down the length of the racket are pretty much gripping the ball. Right, I'm pacing this idea right now. You heard it. Well, yeah. Is it? Come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Saturday, second of January, eighteen twenty-seven p.m. Cross-string tennis racket. Cross-string. Yeah. So
0: as you're hitting with topspin, you're using you have more the, contact, the so. grip of the length of the racket. Whereas the the strings that are going across the width of the racket aren't used because the ball just rolls off them. Whereas if you had a cross-strung racket, that's a really good idea. You get. There must be that's a really, really good out. idea. I don't think I've ever seen one. The most bizarre racket I've ever seen is one that's wonky. So I can't remember Lawrence if he's listening to it, will know the racket I'm talking about. But it's a it's a wonky racket. So rather than a racket being a, a handle and then a, a circle at the top, it's a handle and then the racket's like that. So it's 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 like a wobble bag right, bent yeah. over because you, you you hit like this. Uh, so you hit, as you're hitting your tennis stroke, if you angle the racket head, it gives you more surface area to hit to, to effectively hit the tennis ball. So that's the only racket I've seen. I wonder whether a cross-strung racket would work. That would be cool to try. Is that what it's called? Yeah, think. you would need a specific head because obviously all the holes would be in the wrong positions. I would have thought. Um, they would I mean, be, maybe it wouldn't be, but Yonex Yonex's rackets tend to be quite. Neutral in terms of where the holes are, so does seems to be quite. So if it's neutral, it surely it would be the same. The same one. No, because you'd be cross. So neutral, as in the space between the holes is pretty even all the way around. So you could cross. You might be able to. Oh, I wonder whether you could actually cross string a current racket. There you go. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah. I have to try that. That sounds really cool. Oh yeah. So, Copy, anyway, copyright Chris wasn't actually calling in 2015. Yeah, bang, 2016. 2016, 2nd of January 2016, cross-front
1: yeah. tennis racket. If anyone, yeah, if anyone comes out of this, Slazenger, we'll um Yeah.
0: You better lawyer up. That sounds <laughs> I'm, I'm just sitting here with my head going, I wonder whether that... Oh, we'll try that afterwards. You've you got, got to work. And, I haven't sold it. Reason. I sold my stringing machine when I left tennis coaching. Um So yeah, anyway, it was natural gut synthetic hybrid at fifty-seven pounds versus La Ferrari versus Captain America. Now I don't know what that question is supposed to mean, but we've so, just we've just reinvented uh, tennis stringing, so maybe we should reinvent the La. I'm, I'm probably going to
1: no, not piss off a lot of people. I I'm, I don't get a Ferrari. The, the only Ferrari that I've ever really liked was the F- F40,
0: and, and
1: the um uh, the oh, name the last few models. What was it the, the La Ferrari. What was the one for?
0: Italia, 458 Italia. Oh, the 458? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. The one the, have really? you seen the, the new, the 488 Italia? No. The V6 with the turbo on it. Does it, does it look the same? It looks very, very similar. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't got the two front teeth never, in, the, in the front spoiler, in I've the front screen. Really, I've never really been one for fries. so they're just a bit too. I like I them, know. I can appreciate them, but I don't think I'd ever have one, which is
1: odd. No. But we've been, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I'm a big fan of the Ultima. The Ultima have the oh, Evolution out now. Yes. Which is my friends photographed. It. it looks almost exactly the same as the GTR, but it is the same, similar sort of chassis. But they're, I think they're quite unique in supercar manufacturers. Anyway. I don't they're, they're,
0: know how they've done it, to be honest. Because they like don't bring out a new I,
1: model every single time. They yeah. just, they just, this same car has been evolving for 20 years. It started with the Ultima Mark One or something, or yeah. the Ultima Mark Two, which um, I think they bought one of the Noble jigs, or the Noble chassis or something from, um, what's his name, is it Chris Noble? Possibly. What's what's Noble Cars? Is it Chris Noble? Might be Chris. I think it's Chris. Yeah, something Noble. So uh, I think um, Ted Marlow, is it Ted Marlow the older guy, I think it's Ted Marlow, I think it's Ted Richard Marlow, I think Ted's the older guy, Uh, Bought the jig off them, bought the the chassis off them and then just started his own company. Uh, McLaren used it as the test bed from McLaren F1, which I think is fantastic because the chassis is so good. Awesome it's just a tubular, tubular yeah. steel chassis. Can't really get any simpler. Um, I just love it. I, I, I love the the. I mean, the car looks nice. I think it looks like a little mini Group C. I, really like so, I really like. I really yeah. like them
0: because I've never seen one in. Have you sat? Actually, you no. It, I, I have. No, I didn't sit in his. I'll um, tell I'll tell you. I'll tell you we'll, we'll get back to that. But the first time I ever saw one. In the flesh, up close, was when I was over at Spa, Spa Francorchamps, and I took that photograph of one for you when it was going on the track. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And we were having we were having food at um, a restaurant in Spa, and this one pulled up alongside us. I was like, oh my god! And looked, kind of jumped out of my phone and took a photograph and sent it to you. And um, that was the first time I've seen one. And then last year. Because it was two days ago. <laughs> last, last year, I was photographing uh, a Ford garage. A guy had a, a garage, and he's got loads of Ford. He's got a Ford RS 500, um, a Ford Anglia. Uh, he bought his friend round. who had a Ford Capri, and he was just like filling the garage with Fords. And it was a, a shoot for a magazine. And uh, he said, "Oh, I've got a friend of mine's coming down in a minute as well. He's got a Ford Model T." So this Ford Model T came in, and that was brilliant to kind of see and wow. the. the uh, it's got three pedals on the floor, and none of them do anything like what you expect them to do. There's not a clutch pedal on the floor. There's not a brake. Well, there is a brake pedal on the floor. There's not a throttle pedal on the floor. So there's no accelerator pedal, or a gas pedal. Um, so I had a driving lesson in a Ford Model T, and then I was chatting to the guy who had the garage, and I said, oh, one one of the cars that I want to shoot next year is the Ultima GTR," and uh, he said, "Oh, my friend's got one of those." And I was like, "Oh, brilliant, excellent. Uh, uh, could I?" Uh, ask if I could grab his name and number and I'll drop him a message so I can do you one better, he works next door. So we literally walked out, walked into the next door's unit and there was this Ultima GTR sat there. Wow. And, uh, oh yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, one I one. Because I thought you'd
1: gone to the Ultima No, factory, yeah, that that's a similar yeah. sort of layout. So they,
0: they, those, two, sort of those two stories kind of came along very, very quickly. But then he kind of went into the back and he, uh, his, the owner came out started it up. Uh, opened the, open the, well, the boot, I suppose, the bonnet, and uh, had a look at the engine. Mm. And I don't know how they extract that much power out of an American V8. It's an American V8, and because it's an American V8, sorry Americans, but this is true, because it's an American V8, it produces no power at all. And then, for some well, reason...
1: Americans American Speed, the company that produces them, their, their, their engines are top-notch. Yeah. The naturally aspirated ones go up to 700, 800 horsepower. 900, isn't it? Well, it might be, yeah. The Ultimate
0: ultimate GTR is a 960 brake? Well, no, the Evolution is a a 1,020. And And that's the same engine. There's no turbo on it. There's a supercharger on it? There's no supercharger on it. It's a naturally aspirated V8. And it sounds like thunder. It sounds incredible. And the... um, I was chatting to him, because, because you do, because he's just started a an Ultimate GTR for you and your jaw's on the floor. I was talking to him and um, he said the exhaust manifold, the bits that come off the engine that uh, take the exhaust gas away, uh, that those manifolds are made out of titanium and they're 7 I'm sure he said they were 7,000 uh, £7, pounds for the pair. Jeez. This is just... but... They've been designed to get the exhaust gases out quickly, so that the engine can rev quickly, so it gives you more power, and it's just things like that that I don't know mm. how they've extra- extracted that much power out of it. I don't know what size it is actually. Is it a four liter? I know the. Alt, know I, know the top,
1: I know the. I'm not sure. I know the top level. The, the top spec Alt GTR was the natural-aspect one was 720 horsepower. That was as high as it went.
0: Oh, ah, okay. I thought um, it was a 900 one.
1: Okay. Well, the evolution now the highest is a thousand and twenty, right? Which gives it a uh, power-to-weight ratio of a thousand and fifty horsepower per ton.
0: So I wonder whether that's supercharged. Is, I mean, that was at like, one point zero five horsepower per kilo. It's that's crazy, stupid, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, the the, the Veyron had a thousand and fifty brake horsepower, and that weighed two tons. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, the also that's the thing. It it, it has ridiculous mechanical grip. That's yeah. something that you, you you know I mean all, all the gizmos are great and stuff yeah, the yeah. Mechanical, mechanical grip is, grip is
0: really rare. Well, it's not yeah.
1: rare, but it's difficult to get. I don't know I know the GTR broke the record for 0 to hundred back to more again. Yeah, nine point something seconds. That's crazy Absolutely. for for a road car with no
0: traction control, normal manual gearbox, and no yeah. ABS. The cool thing it's, as well. So I've, I've I've got this guy's number anyway. We're going to go round. Uh, I'm going to go down at some point either this month or next month and do a photo shoot. Possibly next month, next, next month, next month um, because the weather in England at the moment has taken a turn for the worst. And what, down we've at Ultima? Flooding everywhere. Sorry? Down at Ultima. Uh, no, 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 I told they're just this guy. Oh, yeah. So we're yeah. going to go down and shoot this guy. Yeah. Um so oh, we'll shoot, we'll try he- and do. do like, up. Yeah, we'll shoot his car. We'll take, take yeah. um, We'll do a proper, proper full on photo shoot with him. Just from my website and then offer him some prints if he wants some. I think I'm coming along that just whole client so yes, mix and stuff. Yeah, Ash is, Ash is get invited. Uh, he's gonna be Ashley T boy um for the day. So for that's what? that's gonna be Assistant. Photography yeah, assistant. Photography assistant. This, this, is, Ash, this is my minion. He's gonna, is gonna drive gonna... he's gonna drive my Jag as I'm hanging out of the back of it. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's funny. There are really any racetracks are any sort of private Stuff yeah, like that. yeah, I can yeah. try and find. I can, uh, I can. Uh, that's one of the one of the things I'm gonna. Because I wouldn't be insured on the car, would I yeah, yeah. I might be. Yeah, 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 you're insured on mine because you have insured on yours. So you're insured on mine, just um, not to the damage that you do to mine. Right. So if you crashed it, you'd uh, the, the I crashed it into my car. If I mean. you crashed it into yeah, if you crashed it into <laughs> your car, then my insurance would pay the damage to your car, and then I'd have to pay the damages to my car. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're Thanks gonna so, we're yeah. gonna sort that out in the new year. Uh, and we've got so we've got how many shoots have we got to do for you this year? Then we've got the guitar books. Yeah, that could be. There could be a few. We think the things like that we've got to do videos as
1: well to go along with the um, yeah with the things. that we do we'll do which is the, fine because I don't have video, video camera. Or the camera or the website maybe. Um, but uh, but Tom's got a green screen and everything, so we can get some real good. Uh, uh, um, uh, it's just a bit of a shame that Create Space don't do. Well, they do do colour inserts. That's like an absolute bomb. You have to charge so much for the book that you you, you know if even if you just wanted to make sort of a pound or two a copy, you'd have to charge so much for the book. No one's ever going to buy it. Only, and only for a couple of pages, I was. We're only going to do the colour things for the fretboard layout, so you could so you could
0: colour code yes. each different note. So the A's and A sharps will be yeah. green, for example. But B as soon green. as you go into the full colour print process, then it yeah. puts up the price of the entire book. Crazy. So we'll, we'll just we we'll,
1: we'll, there'll be yeah, there's ways around it. You know, you could just offer a free PDF or sell a yes. poster through a website that people put on the wall, or you know, there's loads of stuff that you yeah. can do. Um, no, that's It's a shame yeah, yeah, you can't put it in. The as soon
0: as you buy a book, book, we'll send you a send you a. Poster yeah. as well, just then, you know,
1: if it grabs the attention of, of publishers or whatever, and you can get a good enough deal, then they can, then the colour one will be better. And you know, um, there's a lot of work yet to do. So yeah, that's at least two. We'll get that. Maybe p- push and pull. Well, that that one might be three. So maybe three at least.
0: Yeah. What else? Into the artery one. Archery yeah, one. Is, the that's box, coming yeah. out, it, soon?
1: Well, it's out now, yeah, but I don't think it's all leaked up yet, so um, come Monday I'm going to start doing promo and things for it and get everything set up. and
0: Fantastic. First Monday done. of the year. Yeah. And I went on a run yesterday, which is never, I very, very, very rarely run, because I'm not very good at running, uh, and I got back yesterday from a New Year's party that I had down at my friends in Bristol, which was really cool, we were sitting drinking slow gin on the rooftop watching all the fireworks over Bristol, which was fantastic. Um, So I got back from that quite late, well I didn't think I was late actually, because I looked on the David Lloyd website and they said they opened it until 10 on New Year's Day, because it was a Saturday, I was like, oh excellent, cool. So I was driving back nice and slowly, and uh, got home at 6, went down to the gym, it was closed, so I came back, pulled on my hoodie and went for a run in the rain. And I thought you ended up doing, well, (laughs) I didn't realise I ended up doing 6 miles, wow. I didn't realise it was problems. that far. I, so I did, I did the, the lap of the block that I live on. So I, I, I run down, down um, Duffield Road, down Broadway, uh, past the university, and then back at Ferris Way, right. and that's three miles. For a, and I did two, two laps of it because like. I got back and I was like, I feel all right, and I did another lap so I ended up doing 6 miles I can't run I well, you are quite two though so my might have been closer to yeah, 2 miles <laughs> <laughs> 2 miles for a, legs. Legs. <laughs> for a normal human <laughs> I'm sure I'm long legs makes it more difficult to twirls, run twirls, that's, that's twirls. my that's my reason uh, World's well, Strongest Man? Uh, I've, so not I've not watched. seen it yet
1: it's been but it's been the final was yesterday well it was televised yesterday it okay. was June-July time but I never even knew that it was on but, but you didn't know it
0: was on now no I knew it was on it was on
1: in July no I didn't know it was on then I thought I, I don't know, but um, who won it? Uh, Brian Shaw. Did he? Yeah, fantastic. He's he's looking serious about it now as well. I've I've been watching some interviews with him recently. He, he was, as in, he was, I'm going to own it for the next five years. Well, he's he's just obviously he's a pro runner, but he, he's just been um, getting serious about like deep tissue work, massage, stretching, wow. physio, all this sort of stuff, and and lifting how much? I mean, he how looked, did Hassel get? Massive. Did he? I think he came third. Yeah, so I this came second. I'm not sure how close it was. I think it was quite close. Um, oh, I need to watch it. Yeah, it's on, it'll be on there. Uh, but Halfield just seems. I saw an interview where he's talking about, oh, I'm, I'm going to. Is he distracted with other stuff? He will be, yeah. Same with Ronda Rousey. Because he's a big guy, but when you look at him stood next to. Yeah, he, Brian Shaw, he just doesn't look as big. He just does not look as strong, even though he's nine. Yeah. It's short. I mean, you see Brian Shaw standing there, his forearms. You think for a tall guy, his forearms are massive. You I don't think,
0: know how you get your forearms that big.
1: I mean, he's 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 got a lot of tall people, big people. in his... but he's three three feet across the shoulders. How do you get three that feet? it's probably, it's probably double your width. Probably, yeah, because right? you're. I mean, obviously, people see can't see Chris, but Chris is quite broad. Obviously, but you get, it's not yeah. like you're tall and skinny, is it? No, really. Um, you're all, all like, in proportion yeah do you know what I mean it's not like yeah. you've like, got narrow shoulders or whatever like yeah. some, some people are six foot I've got quite something. broad
0: shoulders yeah um, but, but three th- f- is, is, where is I want to see, to see uh, a cat scan of him or an x-ray of him with the bone structure inside his insane oh, yeah. girth but he's not I mean <laughs> he's
1: he's just he looks stocky at six foot eight yes that's, that's what yeah. it's yeah. like you know um and, you know, it weighs, what, 190 kilos? <laughs> weighs 190
0: kilos? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 400, I think What's his daily be... intake? Well, I... Weight Watchers <laughs> eat your heart out. You go and tell him he's overweight. I think he's do- he
1: does, like, 10 eggs in the morning, every morning. What's that, 70 eggs a week. Just lies underneath a chicken Just in the, in the, the morning. Um, way a, way. Pound, a pound of meat at any meal. It's a pound of meat. Oh, my you know, A pound good. of chicken, a pound of beef, whatever. Um, How many meals are there? Eight meals a day. ten thousand calories, no problem. Yeah, I think I think he said
0: yeah. But there's a video of him. See, ten thousand calories is a funny one because that's thrown around a lot. In ten thousand, Andy Murray has ten thousand calories a day when he's um, competing at the highest level when he's at the US Open. Does think, he do? Maybe he does. Apparently. apparently. And um, that's what, a what lot do we call it? What do we call it? Um, Oh, God, he was, the, he was the American swimmer who broke all the records. Oh, uh, Michael, Phelps. Uh, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps had 10,000 calories a day, but then he swam something like 10 miles a day when he was training. Maybe they do, but
1: I mean, maybe it's in some form of protein shakers or a, like energy ah, or something. Yeah, yeah, but I right,
0: don't know. So energy supplements. So, do you, reckon, before, do you reckon Brian Shaw's 10,000 calories of pure food? He says it comes to mostly food, yeah. Yeah. But someone that big.
1: Everything so, must be bigger. Heart must be bigger. Stomach must be bigger. It must be. He's not going to have a stomach size of a normal. Like oh god, Andy Murray. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Because what's Andy Murray, six foot
0: two, six. Foot he's six. Three. Is he six three? Six two, six three. Yeah, somewhere around there. But he's not going to weigh a hundred kilos, is he? No, no, no. no, no. So, Brian Charles his 80, weight. Eighty. Yeah. 80, 90,
1: than, ninety kilos tops. More than double his weight. And it's not like deadlifting is, is easy work. Do you know what I mean? It's. it's did I show I you the video, is, did I show you the tiring. video
0: of, um, was it Brian Shaw, of the guy um, bench pressing with, with dumbbells, 90k dumbbells? Was that Eddie, Eddie Hall? Eddie Hall, that was it. Oh, um, the guy, one guy yeah. struggling to get the dumbbell up to yeah. his, so Eddie <laughs> Hall's lying on the bench press, um, what is it?
1: The bench, what? Uh, like uh, adjustable bench, like, yeah, like the
0: the adjustable bench. Bench. he's lying bench. He's lying down on the adjustable bench with these two guys. Bringing over 90k dumbbells to him, one of them's doing okay. The other guy can't pick it up. He's sat there, he's struggling to pick this dumbbell up and give it to Eddie Hall. And Eddie Hall kind of gets it, bangs it up, and then just bangs out ten reps of single arm 90k dumbbell I mean, presses. Seems like
1: Same. I've seen Dave who I met earlier. I've seen him do a 260 kilo deadlift. Yeah, for a single. That looks. It didn't go up mega quick, but it, he, it looked comfortable. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like you know, 10 seconds trying to get the bar up and stuff. Um, but when you can see that Eddie Hall's max deadlift is 200 kilos more than that. Yeah. Scary. Do, I, can't even, <laughs> I can't, even, can't even fathom it. My max deadlift was 220 at the, at the most when I was doing all that Olympic lifting and stuff. Yeah. And that was sort of the strongest. I wasn't doing exclusive deadlift training, so maybe I could have got more. Um, I kind of wonder still, what, what... Double that. What I do can't you think,
0: imagine it. What do you think would be a good... Target for me to deadlift? You could get 180 180? But you're very tall though. This sort
1: of yeah. Because um, I've done 140. If you get double body weight, that would be pretty cool. You, you, What are you, 90 kilos? 90, kilos? yeah. 90. 90. 90 when I'm... If you get 180, that would be pretty good. 180. It? Double body weight deadlift is pretty, it's pretty good. Wow. Well, yes. so, Trouble is, it's the thing, you see, someone like Brian Shaw does. Um, that's the video I need to show you obviously the listeners won't be able to see this so be able I'll, to tell, you, to I'll tell you what I'm looking <laughs> I, I, I'm we're watching a video search, for
0: you on a podcast um, so what's the video guy, about?
1: there's a guy called Clarence Kennedy
0: okay.
1: who is um, yeah who is where is he three kilo deadlift no about, there you go who's uh, a, oh, an Irish yeah, you can only hear him squat so this is I was, I was, this is a three hundred kilo back squat, paused back squat. He, oh, I think he, I've seen this. He weighs must. What does he weigh? So six hundred and sixty-one pounds. Yeah. On a back squat. If you type in three hundred kilo paused ATG back squat, or just type Clarence Kennedy into YouTube, there's loads of videos like this. Oh my God! Look of his legs. I mean, he's not he's not massive, but I mean, Jeez. Yeah, so he's he's going down now. Deep breath, nice and slow down. Pause at the bottom, back okay. up, and then I mean the oscillation wow. on the bar at the top is. So, but Absolutely that's yes. a, that's a triple body weight. That's triple squat, yeah, because he weighs about hundred kilos. He also does a three hundred kilo, three hundred thirty kilo deadlift, no belt or wraps or anything.
0: Yeah,
1: but that's that's more than triple body weight. So. For, say like you've got a blocker Brian Shaw, he would need to do nearly six hundred kilos to be triple bodyweight deadlift. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it get, I mean, it can, relative to their body weight, some of these lighter guys are
0: doing heavier deadlifts. So I was I'm asking, sure yeah, I mean. in terms of percentage. I so was Eddie Hall, why why are, why are they fat? Why are the world's strongest men fat? I was I asked James. Um, just out, just out of curiosity, like because the half Bjornsson's not particularly fat, but like Eddie Hall and all those, and. Um, it's so, so like Ruinness as well. He's got a bit of a yeah. A of a gut they've all got a guy. gut. Now, do they have a gut? Because it's almost too much effort to keep a six pack, or is it the the type of training that they're doing doesn't? It, they would be weaker. They so it's be. just pure. I need body, although weight to well, be able
1: to lift more weight. Yeah, but well, if if you if you if you're deadlifting, say you just got this, just a bigger counterweight okay you're more you know because the bar isn't coming up through your legs it's coming up slightly in front yeah um i mean that you see a lot of those guys they've got like benedict Magnussen, massive scrapes on his uh, scrape uh, scrapes on his shins from the bar because he's basically dragging it up your legs because it's so heavy you know. the closer you have it to your body the 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 easier easier. it will be um but yeah i mean it might be just because they're, they're eating so much and it's it's the calories in versus calories out is is I, I don't know maybe they just need to eat that much. Um, although Marius Pudzianowski, he was he was pretty ripped, wasn't he? The yeah, red that guy. Yeah, He yeah. won five times. think yeah. it's, that's. He was a short guy, wasn't he? Quite, he must I still would be say two, short. Two, yeah, <laughs> say short. In the, in but in I don't them. know whether he'd be as I don't know whether he's as strong as someone like Brian Shaw or Zdravets. I mean, Zdravets has got what, four now, four world strongest yeah. man titles. Um, but he just seems to, he says he's just he feels like he's getting stronger. He's in his mid 30s. Mark Felix from the UK, yep. that, the black guy, yep. 49 years old. That's, that's crazy. I mean, cause he didn't look 49 and he's deadlifting. I mean, he was doing like a super yoke with a thousand pounds. What? Like, you know, the, you know, the yoke. Oh, you yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah with the, like, thou, it must have been 000, a thousand pounds at least. A thousand pounds. Just walking along with a thousand pounds. I mean, <laughs> it seems strange. Like, a lot of other sports, they just. They just lose it, but these strong men just—they get stronger and stronger. Because I suppose muscle
0: matures, and they—you know—as long as they keep their training regular, they're not going to lose strength. And what do you, you think their training is? Is their training just doing world's strongest man stuff, or are they just in the gym lifting it's, every
1: weight in the gym? From what I've seen, Brian Shaw—he does a mixture. It does like I've seen do bench squats, uh, just normal deadlifts, deadlifts with. Um, weight on the bars and then bands attached to the ends of the bars so uh, as he gets up it's harder to lock out because it adds, adds resistance as you oh, okay. almost gets heavier as, yeah. as you go up through the motion um, then yeah a lot of stone work he's got um, power stairs
0: did you see James' uh, post- picture on Facebook? of the, of the Atlas ball yeah of the Atlas ball I asked David about that he Apple said State. it was 80 kilos yeah 80k yeah, uh, James apparently there. got it up Um but that's that's on my bucket list. Pick up a pick up a James Atlasboard. Yeah. Eighty K I, I don't know how you roll that up. I'll have a go. We're not sure. But he's got he's got loads of um he's got loads of kind of War strongest man things that These he's bullets. picked up. Um, so he, he bought them all just before Christmas. But yeah, eighty K, eighty kilogram out of stone. What's that in pounds? Oh, it's nearly two uh, hundred.
1: or so. so yeah. Man, uh, um crazy. One seventy yeah, pound So that would be quite a good thing. He does what's he doing? But
0: that's gonna be I'm gonna try and That's
1: the thirty uh, kilos. Geez. But his spawns really good. Do you know what I mean? Really, really vertical yeah. back angle. But he's he's an Olympic lifter, that's what you'd expect. Yeah. I've seen him doing a two sixty kilo deadlift and the, from kind of like where the bar's halfway up his thigh to fully locked out, it's just like that. Yeah, it's such because you would have because you're an Olympic lifter. All your power is is that, you know, is is from, you know, sort of six inches
0: above the knee up to the hips, you know. But it's locked out, so you're so quick. Snap. Um, so I've got. that like, I was trying to because one of the one of the things on my goal setting was the fitness ones. Uh, I find, or last year the fitness. If you look through some of the fitness ones from last year, they're quite kind of vague. Um, I'm trying to find one quickly. It was like be fit and healthy in my eyes, kind of thing. It's just like that. But this year I tried to be a little bit more precise about it. So deadlift. I was. That's why I asked you what what would be a good. So double body weight would be 180. So deadlift 180 kilograms. Mm. Um, squat. I mean, what would be a good squat? I suppose double body weight again. But
1: I don't know. I mean, uh, my squat deadlift, is never
0: very strong. Squat and the deadlift are the same. See, my deadlift was always better than my squat. My, I, don't I, don't I don't know. I
1: don't know what the standards are. To
0: be fair, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of different things. I it's, struggle it's, with. What do I struggle with? I struggle with 110 kilograms. I can do 100, but only one rep at the moment. Squat. Oh no, squat. Yeah, yeah. It's um, still pretty good. I mean, 100 kilograms is still.
1: But that's. Most people don't. Most people don't squat. Let's face it. In gyms, most people don't squat. Yeah. It's becoming more and more popular. You know, with girls wanting to get. Round bums, and, and <laughs> working their
0: glutes and stuff. Yep. it's becoming popular, and they're like, right, what
1: can we need to? She squatting?
0: squats. And if you're a lady and interested in squatting, buy Ash's book. It's called She Squats. She's on squats. Amazon. It's got a photo of Ellen on the front cover. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's got a fair few followers on um. She has Instagram, ninety or thousand.
1: Yeah, yeah. She has She's got loads. She's pretty good. She's putting bum photos up on Instagram. I always wonder how people like that, but a lot of these Instagram stars, that how they, how they, unless they've got something to market. But I suppose unless they're sponsored or something else. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, comes, it comes from yet.
0: tagging. I don't know why, because I've noticed, actually, one of my most liked photos on Instagram is me just before I go into the gym going, yep, going into the gym now, and it's just a photo, you know, okay. those stupid ones that everybody used to take years ago, Yeah. with your headphones in, just about to go to the gym. It's got something like, well, actually, no, it's not, because there's, there's one photo that I took recently that I surpassed it instantly, I don't know why, it was a VW Gov. Mm. But that just got... I don't know whether it got re-instagrammed or something, or re-shared, but it just ended up with a, a, like 200, 300 likes in a day. I don't know where it came from, and that was two years ago, three years when did I start doing my crazy, about three years ago. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the tagging, the tagging seems to make a massive difference. If you get the tagging right, you end up with loads of likes and you get loads of followers. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting... Perhaps we should get our asses out on uh, Artism Away maybe we should just do it maybe we should do it an Archer's M.O.A. do people like white hairy I don't know English artists I think I they do know. I don't know we shall find out we'll, must do, a, be, we'll uh, do an Archer's M.O.A. naked calendar in 2017 Somebody must, some must, some must be into that niche. Yeah. I've <laughs>
1: yeah. well, 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 um, see just seen your landscape picture. that's cool isn't it so, so like we're, like we're sitting at Chris's uh, 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 what, is it? what do you call this little breakfast little bar breakfast bar thing and he's got uh, one of his landscape pictures up Um that's uh, so that's an
0: acrylic. Yeah, uh, I kept I kept getting
1: tagged in um, a couple of guys I met from Utah in um, uh, in Western Canada. They they uh, they're into their mountain biking, outdoors, and yeah. one of the guys, Eric, he's always almost always posting landscape stuff. They're hiking and camping and all the time. Um, and he tagged me in like I think it was the hashtag was something like. Um, Oh, what was it? Was it landscape photography, something or other? Okay. Um, or, or yeah, one a day or something. So I I started doing that. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You tagged me in it. A couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought because a person that or you know, um, I used to do more of that actually. Uh, just just take photos because Shwann does that a lot. When she took so many photos when Canada, she's got them all organised on a on a laptop and on a you know yeah. hard drive and things. It's nice to go through them. Because I don't do, and then
0: I, I look back and think, oh, I wish I'd taken photos of that that yeah. particular day or something. Just I like do that every time I take photos. I do. I, I I look back at when I was taking photos. I wish I'd taken more photos. Yeah, it is it, just a never-ending circle. I yeah. wish I'd taken more photos. I suppose
1: you know, I've got a, I've got a phone now. And so often I don't I
0: don't take it. A... Phones are fantastic now. Yeah. The only thing with phones is that you need to you need to I I think anyway you need to get photos printed. You need to get photographs printed. Yeah. Um, I've, we've said it before. Or I've said it before. Um, but, most photographed generation in the history of men or the history of mankind is going to be the generation with the least photographs in 100 years' time because they'll all be that's, on the internet. Oh yeah, that's, that's completely right, they'll it? all they'll be lost on the like, internet. That's crazy, they'll all be on Instagram, Instagram will be dead in 10 years' time or 20 years' time, or whatever, and nobody will have any photographs. Do you reckon what? Do you reckon something, these things will go on or? Well, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see trends. I don't know, I don't see Facebook going anywhere, but MySpace is dead, isn't it? That's, that's where loads of photos will last. Yeah, I suppose once they're on those servers, and if they switch it, really there. cool, There's some really cool little tech that you can get now. You can get um, an iPhone printer that just takes it, so you put the photograph that you want printed on your iPhone screen, and you put the yeah. iPhone upside down on the printer and it scans the image wow. and prints it out for you. So just things like that, I mean that's like £30, so like $50 just for, a, just for, so you can get. And that was one of the things actually. I said to my friend who was asking about journals, should, should I write or should I type it, and she said, oh, if I did it online then I can attach photos. I was like, well just get one of these things and you can print out. Attach them. You can just attach them to the pages
1: of your journal. That's never going to change, I mean, you know, my sister got a um, like a, it wasn't a paper white, but it was a Kindle thing bought for, for yeah for just like a you know it wasn't just a reading one, but it was like a like a little mini tablet. But it, it oh,
0: the, the Amazon Fire Kindle, it might be Kindle
1: Fire Kindle Fire something, but it it was it was really really good. But I thought, oh you know, what I want to? I thought I could do with I I could always do reading more. Um, I could do with yep. getting a getting a. Um, a, you know, just a Kindle It's just a small one because yes. reading on my iPhone is, is okay but it's it does other stuff as well and I
0: don't want it because you
1: just get distracted yeah. and I like yeah, yeah. picking up something that's specifically designed to read
0: but, but then, we record the podcast on the iPhone don't we but I'd make sure I turn the airplane mode on so it doesn't get disturbed so I can imagine if you're reading on the iPhone yeah, exactly. It's yeah, so right. so easy to get yeah, it's
1: distracted. distracted and stuff, and, and this is not a very good screen for reading. And it's just yeah, not, as well because it's, it's too familiar. I do it's like reading with like, a, it's a communication reading a book, device,
0: but it's they are just so expensive. I don't know. Well, I don't, I've been buying stuff from make...
1: um, Tesco. Have like a uh, well, if you read regularly, it's expensive because if yeah. you know, if you're reading, I mean, although you can get pre-owned stuff on Amazon, pretty like nine to nine p stuff. I mean, my mate Katie took. She said she took nine books on holiday
0: in seven books. days read all of them she should read a book of like. She'd like I mean, she like. She says short w- circuits. A book. It was, she did
1: go with a friend that um, <laughs> just down the
0: road from here, actually. Yes.
1: It's funny, it's funny. I'll drive right past the house, and it's like, I, I, you know, I never know where she's, you know, if I can pop in and say hello. Um, you should do. But I know she works late, and she might be. She's away a lot of the a lot of the time in yeah. the week, anyway. Um, but yeah, she reads a hell of a lot, and it's it's if you bought every single one of those, I mean, you're looking at if you do that every week, or and, and you, you can't can, read once a month. There's no, there's
0: no, there's no, It's not like there's an aftermarket of secondhand books either no, you, no. It's,
1: it's reference books are slightly different because they're yeah. they dip into yeah, and yeah. go back to over and over again but I mean novels, novels. I, I bought I mean I've got a lot of things ready but there was um, in the Tesco in um, Stalin which is where I go we do a bit of food shopping in yeah. um, they have like a, uh, a book secondhand book thing it's quite good oh, Norfolk, cool. Norfolk's quite community like that you know in yeah, yeah. the big Tescos you've got like little community notice boards and things and, yeah. and they seem to be a bit more like that and um you just put a few pence in or whatever. You know what? If you've got fifty p, sixty p, whatever spare, you just pick up, pick up a couple of books. I got two uh, Terry Pratchett ones. Oh, awesome. Nick, I also got a Lord of the Rings. It's pretty battered, but it ha- it's got a cover that I've never seen before. It's okay. green. It's like emerald green colour, front, sp- uh, spine, and, and back. Um, and it's a picture of Gandalf. Like a, a drawing of Gandalf, just sort of like striding through with a big. I've never seen it before. It looks awesome. Oh. Like uh, I've never read it before, but i have yeah a couple of hundred pages in already. You've not stuff. read it before. No, I've read it before. Like, oh, yeah, at times time. So I just thought oh, I'll pick it up and read it again because it's only you put fifty b and get a couple of books. Yeah, you know, good yeah, way of recycling them. Um, so yeah, th- so I'm really reluctant to to get something like that because I like reading physical books so much. It will never it will never take over. I mean, I still sell more paperbacks and ebooks.
0: Do you? Yeah, well, the calisthenics yeah, 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 yeah know, more. Yeah, I can I can see how I can see how reference books. Cause I still, I still, I, I, I still find it difficult to read, on the internet. Yeah. Like if you're doing research and stuff, I skim read so much on the internet when I'm actually trying so to know what read
1: something. you need. Something. You need a thing called. Spritz. Not Spritz. It's, I'm sure it's called. Yeah, I'm sure it's definitely called Spritz. Spritz. It's a. So basically, when you read, obviously left or right or whatever. You're, you're not reading every single letter individually. Nope. You're looking at the word and the shape sure. of the word, and that's your brain recognises the shape of the word. Well, Spritz is basically... That's all, I'll get it up now as I'm talking to you, and you, you can see. You'll be, if, if you have never seen it, you'd be absolutely amazed. Um, you probably wouldn't use it for novels, but for reference books and for getting information on news or anything else like that,
0: you, you would use it. Um, so, so, they, so while you're finding that Tim Ferriss um, did a video about um, improving your read speed... Um, and because of the way that you read, like we just said, that you read the shape of the, um, the shape of the word, and you're not actually reading the word itself, right Spritz, here we go <laughs> what is it then? So reading reimage two fifty words per minute so a just, more just... Than the average speed of 220 words per minute. Don't worry, we'll go faster in a moment. What is this? So basically, it's
1: called... Read- oh my God, how cool is this? If you go to... Yeah, anyone listening, if you go to spritzinc.com, so it's S-P-R-I-T-Z-I-N-C dot com... Um, That's insane! So basically, that they've got... They've said... Um, okay, let me see if I can get a bit less spiel here. Uh, then more.
2: Wait, did you so the this? science...
1: Um, so, judicial reading involves publishing text in lines and moving your eyes sequentially from word to word. For each word, the eye seeks a certain point within the word, which we, which we call the optimal recognition point, or ORP. After your fo- eyes find the ORP, your brain starts to process the meaning of the word that you're viewing. So, all it does is just, um, they try and get, they highlight the, uh, Yeah, ORP. Yeah, the ORP letter, so I've, I'm looking at the word faster now, and they've highlighted that in red, FA in white, TER in white, and it's on a black background. And every, that's uh, the ORP is in the same place. So you just look at the yeah, ORP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The words flow by, and you don't have to move your eyes left or right or anything or up and down. And it just it just makes sense. So we were just when Chris was saying, "Oh my god," he was doing it two hundred and fifty w- uh, words per minute. So if we go up to f- say four hundred words per minute,
0: <laughs> oh my god, that is insane. <laughs> so it's just basically that is insane and I'm reading that as I'm, ta- as I'm talking as well yeah. no longer need to scroll in to three content and pitch and poke that is ridiculous ok so go on to spritzinc.com
1: yeah so that I mean they, they go let's, and let's see if we get 700 words per minute
0: that is incredible so you can you can make sense I'm of- reading at 700 words a minute it's because of me <laughs> stop focusing on things Oh my! What that is amazing. So, what can you? Is that is that something that you can
1: copy and paste a website into or something? And it just. I don't know. I, as soon as I saw that, I thought, well, you could have a reading device just just that big. Yeah, yeah. Just just you know, say like, like a, a, pager. a an inch high. Yeah, like a pager size. You could have a pager size, Kindle. you know, and just, just have a, just have a novel like that. Wow. I and mean, you could sell it, you know, for a novel, you might want it at a slow speed because then you've got, or if you have pauses for. I mean, I yeah, don't
0: know yeah how so you have paragraph pauses
1: or something. Yeah, I don't know how, how you'd do a novel, but it, it, it could well, I mean mean that,
0: that 700 words a minute, that was pausing at the end of the sentence. Yeah. The, yeah. Well, that's how like say pausing at the end, it was pausing for a split second at the end of the but sentence. You can, you, can, it's, you can completely
1: understand it. For, for reference books or for anything that maybe wouldn't be a novel, if would a
0: godsend, you know. So right. Tim Ferris's Tim Ferris's video, um, if you have a look at if you get a novel out, you can completely dis- discard the first quarter of the page and the second quarter of the page. And when you're reading, you just cast your eyes across the the centre half of the page. Right, okay. Because because you divide your quarters. Pa- yeah, yeah, divide your page into quarters and where you're scanning where you're scanning um, across, when you get to the end of the line, you don't scan all the way back to the beginning of the line, you scan back to a quarter in, right. and right. spe- it, it quadruples your read speed because yeah, yeah. your peripheral vision is reading the sentence, which is how I've always skim read, I just didn't realize that I was kind of doing it, so yeah. it quadruples your read speed because the peripheral vision is already read it's already it's already reading that bit at the beginning of the of the beginning of the line, so you don't need to take your eye all the way back there. You've wasted eye movement, so you just read the first. I don't know whether you could Google if you Google Tim Ferriss on YouTube. Go Tim Ferriss uh, reading. If that I'm sure that'll pop up, but you can quadruple your read speed on just just by kind of. So he he encourages you to get a book and then put the put the margins on where you don't need to go, and then at the end of like halfway through the book, I think he says, "You'll be doing it without the lines." Wow! Um, but that's I'm books. Try that. I don't know whether yeah. I could do that on novels. Sometimes you like taking
1: your time and things. Yes. And some some sentences and paragraphs so you have a nice cadence and timing to them if you if you take you take your time with them. You know. Yeah. Um, but I can certainly see that spritz
0: thing. That spritz thing that's is spritz incredible. You could have that. You could imagine having that as a widget on the corner of a website. And then you just hit play, and it just reads you, reads you the daily news of whatever website you've got. So Archer's MYA website, Yeah. you could just have a widget in the top corner, and you click it, and it just reads you all the... Or an app. A or news an app. app. News app. Top, BBC, top BBC, news. BBC News app. Bang. News stories, you know. You've just got all the, all the news stories done in two minutes. That's nuts. I love it. It's insane, yeah. So spritzinc.com. And we've been we've been raving about it for the last five minutes. It's Do yourself a favor. A pop over good. and buy some shares in it. Yeah, that's nuts. That technology, if that could get into websites, I'd buy, I'd buy one of those. Because like that's that that that, uh, that I mean. needs to be. Um,
1: There'd have to be a way of getting an ebook book or the text into that, so, you know, you... There needs to be a way of getting an e-book you, into that. Maybe you pay a conversion fee or something, yeah. you, know, you go to, spritz, I, I want to convert this... Or bit. copy okay. and paste, something like that, but that
0: needs to be connected to RSS fees, so you know how you have a news... Uh, all the websites have RSS fees with news headlines on the top. If you had an RSS spritz feed, and then you just have all the latest news from... Yeah. wherever the website is just banging in spritz, spritzing into your that's yeah. fantastic spritzinc.com yeah. have you said it enough? yeah we're not getting paid by these guys by the way no we're not <laughs> 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 we shouldn't I'm going I'm to send them an email at the end of this Polymath episode which is going to finish in a minute because I don't think we can top that
1: that oh, yeah, is I've got,
0: I've got a three hour drive to. that is about really... the best piece of technology I've seen this year it's awesome yeah i, I, I have <laughs> Saw it ages ago. I can't remember for
1: the life of me where I saw it, but um, uh, uh, yeah, for for getting. I mean, Ty Lopez, uh, going back to that guy again, he goes on about reading a book a day. He doesn't really read a whole book a day. He'll he'll say, Right, you can read the first chapter and the cover and the blurb and all that. He says most of the information that you need. He's normally on about self help, business, entrepreneurial books of that type. Um, But I mean, there's plenty of, there's millions of books like that. If you had an app like that, you could get through
0: one in. I can't believe how quickly you can read it. So, so, so I mean, so, okay. So, so how, if you're reading, what was what was readable? Four, five, five hundred. Five hundred would be. Five hundred was more than readable. So how in an hour. How quickly could you read the Bible? In an hour, that's thirty thousand words.
1: So you could read. I mean, what my Pegasus novel was seventy thousand words. So you could there. read
0: Pegasus in two hours.
1: Yeah.
0: I wonder how long it took Katie to read Pegasus. No, she
1: wouldn't have done two hours. never here.
0: Well, they, I on holiday
1: I mean, she said she was reading all day, she was going with a friend that was oh, okay. a little bit ill and stuff and they were just, it was a holiday, just sitting by the pool and just relaxing and stuff. There. 50, so if you're reading words. I don't think
0: you'd be able to. I don't think you'd be able to keep it up. I think you'd probably need to have breaks. Yeah. But, that is...
1: But I mean, what what would a, what would a
0: news story be? What's a new, What's an article or something? A thousand words? Thousand 500 words? words? Yeah, it's a minute. The articles, the articles, yeah. The articles that I write for the magazines are a 1, thousand fifteen hundred words. A minute. A minute to read. So five minutes and you've read the top five headlines of the day. Yeah.
1: Completely.
0: completely spritz. Completely.com.
1: Spritz Inc. Spritz Inc.
0: Yeah. How do you spell spritz? S P R I T Z. Yeah. I-T-Z. Inc Z. I T Z com. Very good uh, Name as well, right? I don't think we can top that. I yeah. think that's going to be our 2016 thousand. We're
1: going to try and do. We'll do a test in the week sometime uh, for Skype. Yes. Podcast and see if we can. We'll hit that seventy mark.
0: Yeah, we'll do it one a Another week or something. We'll do yeah, a, now, now that everyone's back at work. Do it's some the podcasts, podcast, uh, it's podcasts. Skype podcasts. Right. There we go. Two thousand and sixteen. Get your uh, goal setting process started, guys. Mm. It's, if you're into uh,
1: bows, get a Hybrid. They are. If you're into bows,
0: get a Timber Creek cotton Yeah. Because yeah. it's nuts. Or a Creek it's bottle. insane. Shout out to your Grizzly Jim. Right, spot on. Cheers, buddy. Cool. Nice. I'll see you yeah. later. i right. see you later. Stop.